many wannabe league streamers these days like use the Tala one headset because they just perma rage and do the they whole thing. Like, oh my god! And then you just hear like the the peaked mics like this fucking play doesn't move for me. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> uh, honestly, I thought that's what like that is the essence of League of Legends. Well, like yeah. it or not, he is the number one streamer in the world. Yeah, I mean, wow. but he even won the award in the world. But he's the OG. I don't know for it. Sure. And everyone else that basically does the same thing, even if they play different champions or they do like our different roles, it's literally still just copying the time right. time to see what all you mm. rats are talking about in twitch chat. also Ooh. uh discount code alpha even if we aren't sponsored anyway uh, welcome <laughs> to raising an a count code alpha for what 10 percent off on everything on the I tyler mean, one store i know honestly me, me and cubby have a lot to thank tyler one they we had some of our largest viewing audiences on the t1 champion yeah and he paid zazel more than soul fide anyway that's a good answer <laughs> True. Good, good entrance into the podcast. My goat. Yeah, uh, welcome, special guest or special guest Carrie, as we're calling it, Bradley. Uh, congrats on top Woo! four, by the way. Uh, as we now have our four teams decided. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's wrong. You guys sat in the wrong order. Oh, I mean, uh, well, uh, it's okay. So oh, we we were talking. Congratulations, Bradley. Oh, yeah. Hey, TTL challenges top later here, baby. I mean, we, we were telling like Bradley to like get comfy, and he made what we are now deeming as Fort Bradley in his corner. Yeah. Uh, and also, I gotta say, do you want, do you want the military uh, blanket? <laughs> really make <laughs> the, wait, the camo. That would be, wait, that'd be better actually, for like Fort. You know? Fort Bradley. Yeah, I'm really like getting comfy in my fort here. <laughs> for anybody, any audio only listeners, he is on nice. one end of the couch. He has three blankets and like three pillows, and he is. Commandeering uh, Rafa's normal position. No, that, that is fine. He yeah. he's the guest. He can choose any side of the couch that he wants. Yeah. Well, uh, not, I mean, that sounded like a only slightly approving mom. <laughs> we we did we did opt to get comfy. Uh, and I do want to start. I mean, we're gonna start with NACL stuff. Uh, no. Bradley, you guys were the nine seed going in the playoffs. You guys are now sitting in top four. Uh, what the hell's going on the past couple weeks? You guys have been on fire. Yeah, um, I definitely think so. It it was very weird because yeah. going ninth seed was time. kind of weird. I don't think anyone really expected us to go ninth seed. I don't think our like even ourselves. I don't think we expect to go ninth seed either. In saying that though, I I do want to say that it was really close. Like the yeah. standings, like the actual win loss. There were seven teams within one. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So like. If we had won like one or two more, we easily could have been like fourth or third. Yeah. So I don't think the individual number seeding kind of matters as much, even if like we were expected to do well. But what I will say is um, I think midway, we kind of realized that we need to be doing a little bit more than what we're actually doing. If we're actually going to try to turn things around, you know, and not be ninth seed. So we kind of focused really really heavily going into this tournament being like let's just give it our all let's go nice i mean uh, i think you guys have played really well especially like your map play has been cleaned up a lot uh which Shout has been to the coach coach diff for that one yeah coach yeah yeah for the map play yeah. jake spawn tiberian i mean it, it has been really fun to watch uh so i've yeah i mean it's been a fun tournament so far i don't know like what your impressions are so far or like any highlights for you about like what's been going on but uh, I mean, we had a crazy best of five today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, any, I, I, I'll, I'm gonna ask you about, you know, your future opponents later. 
Okay. Uh, but I don't know. Like, what have like highlights been for you so far? Whether it's like your guys' games, like overall. Um, highlights of our games. Well, Arrow getting a Penta was kind of cool. Cool. That was pretty hype. That was kind of cool. I will say he did steal two of my kills, though. <laughs> I had such a nice flank. They're both on one HP, and I was like, "Nice, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get yummy gold here." Jinx ult and Jinx ult took both of them. I was like, okay, <laughs> that right. works too. And then all of a sudden, I hear this guy go, "Give me, give me, give me!" After the quadra, "Give me, give me, give me!" Yeah. Nice. You should have taken it back. This is like, this is what you get for taking my double. I should have actually. Mm. You know, speaking of last year, we actually had a. A culture of stealing pentacles. Yeah, last that's year. what that's what I'm saying, right? Every penta yeah. needs to be earned. You can't just true be given. Them. That was Harry's mindset, yeah. literally word for word. Like it needs to be earned. And <laughs> we earn you earn your pentas. <laughs> he would go as far as to even if he was out of fight, Harry would be telling me to take the penta. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you have to take it. Like right, take right, it. Like right, use Q. Like yeah. Like literally. Deny it. Deny it. So yeah. Uh, that is actually something I wanted to ask you guys, uh, or at least you, like with LCS now, like being out of playoffs, have you had like any bonus help from the team or like the staff of LCS to just kind of like take a look at things you guys are doing? Um, I mean, I know you've talked about, I think Marin even giving you 1v1s. Yeah, I have been, I've asked Marin for some help, like doing 1v1s with Marin. He helps, he helps a lot. I would say, like, after playoffs, like... He's he, still very good, by the way. His solo oh, queue yeah. account's kind yeah, of insane. Yeah, of yeah. He, uh, he was even nice, too. Like, after we won versus 100 Thieves, he, like, he came into the room, like, after, like, a couple hours later. He was like, he was like, hey, congratulations. I was like, all right, thanks. Hell Thank yeah. That's cool, yeah. Shout-outs to Morin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, what is he like as a person? He is a very kept individual. He, he, he seems very friendly and bubbly, but he doesn't really express it unless you start talking to him like he is a very kept person until you start to talk to him and then he's like very like easy to talk to that kind of thing mm. very happy i think cool hmm. who's yeah. who's your favorite new teammate my favorite new straight teammate. to the heart honestly it's probably mir mir it's probably mir yeah mir is probably my favorite new teammate uh, you'll say fucking disgusting about everything. Yeah, like, <laughs> and that's actually part part of the reason I think Mir Mir might be like one of my my favorite new teammates, just because the I potty think, mouth. Well, he's <laughs> just very blunt. He's yeah. just very blunt, and like how he says things, and especially because he's from like Australia and like yeah. close, like they're very blunt as well. Mm -hmm. So he just says things very direct, and it's really funny. Yeah. yeah. I when I visited, does he have a girlfriend yet? Does Mir? No. no. But uh, yeah, for the podcast, yo guys. My boy Mir, <laughs> he's very attractive. He's Top very four funny. NACL. Yep, yep. He's yeah, he's good looking. He plays league for a living. He was that guy with Chovy. Yep, that guy, that guy. Okay. He is looking for a girlfriend. So, all the girls in Twitch chat, all one of you. What, what what's his Twitter? <laughs> what's his Twitter? <laughs> I'm be careful, Bradley. I'm pretty sure what's we actually Twitter? have a few fans that are also. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just it's playing. like Mirror Park, lol, or something. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like Mirror Park. So yeah, he's looking for it. Yeah, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. We'll drop it. All right. Anyway, uh, fun times. Uh, no, I. Uh, this guy is also looking for a GF. Too. No. Uh, <laughs> I I like Mirror because when I visited your guys, oh, you want to date Mirror? No. I, I I mean, how much is gonna play We Sin? That's that's anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I went over to TL red, yes. for your guys' scrims, uh, I was like eating like in like the food area, and yeah. you guys were like grabbing a snack in between your scrim blocks. Mm -hmm. 
And I was like kind of visiting with Mir and I was like, hey, Mir, you know, like, how have you liked it here so far? You know, like, and he's like, can I be honest? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, of course. He's like, L.A.? Kind of weird. I kind of don't like it. And so that, hence, Mir, I, I get along with Mir. You know, yeah. he doesn't like LA. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm into it. What was he saying when we were driving? He was like, yeah, LA is fake as fuck. Ah! Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because, like, I, I definitely think kind of like that to go back, like, Australian kind of thing. Um, like, they're, they're just. It's only two X's, they're, man. I know. That was intentional. That's, <laughs> you, gave, you gave the Papa Smithy version. The only fans oh version. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's just like he's just a lot more direct. So when like he comes across people that are maybe not necessarily fake, but like you know a lot less confrontational or like direct and forward, like yeah. it's not what he's used to, and he doesn't like it as much for sure. Mm. Amir, I, I had fun visiting you guys. You guys for scrims. That was definitely a good time. Uh, and yeah, I guess uh, mm. whatever's been cooking over there, it's been working out pretty well. Was he cooking? Oh, um, we, yeah, we've been cooking. We've been oh, yeah. Cooking. So we didn't have a podcast last week as we had a very busy week between LCS Super Week, Josh's debut, by the way. Congrats. Yes. Uh, uh, and also our busiest week of broadcasts. We had four days of two broadcasts. Uh, so somewhat apologize for missing out. But of course, uh, we've, I'm not. We've, you. we've gone corporate. <laughs> Me neither. Uh, so, you know. Ah. Yeah. Uh, and if, like, fortunately, that took precedent. But th what that does mean is that we have missed all of NACL uh, ever since. Like, we did a preview when it started, so we missed the last two weeks. Uh, so, fortunately, we have Bradley to kind of help us go through some of the major topics or news. Um, I, I do actually want to start, Bradley, probably, I think this is the biggest story of NACL. It's going to be your opponents in the next round, Bradley. Yeah. Uh, besides you guys going from the nine seed, the top four, which I think is major, <clears throat> Cincinnati Fear as a provisional team and the four seed have made it to top four in the bracket. Uh, I, I don't know what your thoughts are on them as a team. Of course, you know, they're your opponents this upcoming week, but it's yeah. a pretty incredible story. It's the second best uh, non-affiliate LCS affiliate finish since we started PG in 21. So in five tournaments, uh, as PG is a pretty similar tournament to what we are running now. Mm. Um, I don't know. Any, any, any thoughts, Bradley, uh, about your opponents for next week? I mean, fear Trevor, man. Like, actually fear Trevor. I used to play on a team with this guy way yes. back when. Yes, so. way back when. So. When you were CP Freeze? Mm -hmm. Oh, the CP Freeze yep. day. Was that, important. you were with uh, Philip and Meech for that yep. too, no? Yep. Yeah. And Hunter. Yep. The goats, shout out the goats, all of them. Who's Hunter? So, uh, he, he's kind of like a new new one trick. Yeah. Was, oh, that Hunter. guy. Yeah. Back on Bethany, okay. baby. Yep. Oh yep. my goodness. So, um, you know, props to him because I definitely think that kind of, of, I remember talking about broadcast earlier, he feels like he's been overshadowed a little bit because of his age yep so it feels good to actually see him perform really well on kind of kind of like in an upset manner i definitely said that in game five today yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so i'm, so kinda, yeah, I'm, I'm happy like for him too yeah i'm kind of just re-quoting you here just because you know I, I share the same feelings and yeah i mean obviously you're, you're boys in them right i just cover the league yeah, but yeah. yeah so as far i mean yeah and then as far as the team as a whole i mean i definitely do think they they kind of low-key remind me of Wildcard when okay. when I played with Arrow, kind of. Except for, except for, you know, obviously maybe Arrow being on the team, <laughs> which kind of, you know, helped us a bit. Yeah, it did. Except for that, because honestly, because when I look at them and when I was on Wildcard, when I look back at us, it definitely felt like when you're an amateur and I feel like you have like a decent run going, I feel like something about it just makes you seem a lot more together 
just because it, it may like it's so easy to form the kind of like all of like the group of like rookie like gang like getting together and like playing together like they're going far you know like that kind of thing so it reminds me a lot of like my days on wildcard mm. when hmm. we used to play and that kind of thing i think there's also some similar comparisons that you can draw between perry and winnie how they play on the team because winnie is always someone who has been very much i am playing to get my team ahead yeah i think when perry first started he was more of a selfish player because he, he that's where he came from mm. but i think that summer split with dignitas helped him understand how to create better early game plans and become i mean i still think he has the ability to just be a straight up carry player but i think a lot of his intentions especially like one of the best things i saw from perry this today in the series was them reading the three wave die setup that FlyQuest oh. wanted to do bot game lane. Four, yeah. They lost. At, yeah. At, I at, gave him credit for that on Twitter. I mean, yeah. I mean, they, they still lost it, but I, I remember thinking, holy shit, like Perry understands where they probably warded. Cause they didn't see it exactly. He's like, okay, they're probably going to ward Gromp. I'm going to loop back around, do blue wolves, Gromp, make them think, okay, I'm covering here in case they do it right away, but then I'm going to leave and make it look like, oh, Perry wants to be efficient. I'm going to path towards my top side. Fakes it, goes back around, and then waits for the play to happen. And unfortunately yeah. for them, they still lost a little bit of the laning phase afterwards. But yeah. like, I think that something like that, intentionally being shown by a jungler that young and also not on a challenger team, is something that I feel like Winnie would also do during the wild card. Well, yeah. I, I mean, for me, like, Perry and Faisal were the clear, like, even going into the season, like, hey, these are challengers levels, like, players. Sure. Like, those were the two going in that like, I fully expected to, like, be able to hang with pretty much anyone in the league. I, I think the biggest difference for me, I mean, Winnie, for me, is someone that, like, he's never seen a fight that he doesn't like, and Bradley can probably vouch for that, you know, being his mid laner for that team. That's true. Yeah, this guy loves to fight. That's fair. I think that Perry's a little bit more disciplined. And also, like, I think given the meta, too, now that Trevor's unengaged, that's been a big shift for Fear. Perry is much better at visualization of, like, the steps he needs to take in a fight than Winnie most of the time, right? You can tell. I, I, I have so many memories of Perry, like, going in for a fight, and it's like, this only works if you do X, Y, and Z, and he'll do it. And then he won't necessarily know what to do after that. Like, but he will do, like, all the steps at the beginning of the fight right. I think a really good one today is, like, there was one fight they were chasing down. It's either Jinx or it might have been the Callista game when they were ahead. And he took the dragon and he waited in the pit for his team to like get there. And he just queued over the wall where he just pretty much split Jinx from the team or split Mossy like from the rest of FlyQuest. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and like that, like I, that was a really good instance where like Perry was really patient. He waited for his team to get there, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh wow, like Jinx is fucked in the fight. Like uh, Fear like just win. I, I feel like a lot of their members have really good moments like that. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ASMR stream. What the fuck? <laughs> ASMR Rafa. Uh, also, I do want to credit Faisal for game one. I that Casante game one, Bradley. I don't know. I know that you were t you wanted to share your story about game one. <laughs> yeah. Spectating this. Yeah, like I woke up. Like, I was laying in bed. I was being a bit lazy. I checked my phone. It was like 1.30. I was like, oh, they're probably in game. I tune in. Score was like 2 to 8. Winsome is like slowly killing Manu. I was like, yeah, that's enough for that. I'm, it's pretty uh, easy. Yeah, I'm going to get up out of bed, probably like start my routine. And I check back. I see it's like in break. 
I'm like, nice. Like, I'm just going to go back and see how they closed it out. And I go back to the end and I see like 24 to 22. <laughs> I was like, wait, <laughs> there's no way. That is right. That is almost exactly what my reaction was. Like, I, you know, I was watching on my phone lying in bed because, you know, we spent the night at the cabana. And well, I got we, back. You guys. Well, we. <laughs> we. This too. Cubby was not lame. Not. Didn't nope. want to play sword fight with the boys, you know? No. I'm going to use a great phrase <laughs> that all my married friends use. And that is, uh, it's, it's an iconic text to get in our group chat. You know what that is? Huh. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen, house hotel for the weekend. I had it for one night, you know, but I had the house hotel. It's just You're me. married? No. <laughs> a lot of my friends are, you know. <laughs> it, we had to do some we had to do some things to get in the casa de casters, you know. Mark Mark's the mob boss. Anyway. Yeah. Uh yeah. But yeah. No, I was House I Hotel. Back, super, super tired. Um I just I start watching it. I get up to the exact same point of watching um the Tom Kench solo kill Manui and it's like, all right, there's no way they lose. I called right, it done and dusted. I'm gonna start like nodding off, wake back up. We're in the middle of game two. I'm like, wait. Why did it say that fear won that? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Stupid broadcast bug. Stupid broadcast. Someone, someone tell him in Twitch chat. <laughs> he's, uh, he's supposed to like open up like the broadcast <laughs> channel and be like feedback. Like, hey guys, I think game one is yeah. uh, showing for the wrong team. Yeah, the guys put the wrong uh, uh, thing, right? There's no way. There's no way. That I was like uh, my prediction going into the day was a FlyQuest 3-1. I thought they gentlemen. Do you remember? I still I feel like I was in right. your Twitch chat. I yeah. was saying, I, I told you. I, you did. I, I was like, I was like, I think fear can win by the yeah. way. I, I yeah, no, you said that and I was like, I, I really don't like see a way like given like the recent tape. I was like, because yeah. I thought that FlyQuest were too flexible as a team because they yeah. like they've shown they can play early, they can play late, they can play team fight, they can play stretch the map. Mm. I thought the stretch the map would be what they would go for. Yeah. They didn't really go for it until game three, which they lost. But I, still, I feel like they played it well. Um, yeah, game three was that too. game three was the most interesting game of the series for me because it was like the two different strategies. I thought each team played okay. That was mm. the the Philip Fiora game where yeah. you had two inhibs on the side. Yeah, yeah. So, but I, I was like, yeah, you know, if like Fly like play their shit, if they put like Yuji on Graves or something, like you know, it's gonna be like I, I'm gonna favor Fly, and yeah. it just didn't pan out that way. I I, I don't know. I fear played well. Uh, I think that Fly had good strats until Game Five. We don't talk about that draft. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, the rest of the series was like it was honestly four bangers and a white for Game Five. It was really fun. I mean, I liked the cooking attempt for Game Five. I liked it. They full they full sent it. They were like, all right, we have Calista oh. Liani. Like, let's just let's let's. Well, no, no, no. That was Game Four. Oh wait. Oh, that was Game Four. Game Four was good. Game Four draft was good. Oh. Did you see Game Five draft? Wait. I remember. Okay. I was eating Game Five with the team to celebrate our victory over 100 Thieves for kind of lunch. Nice. So I, kind I did lunch. watch it, but I don't remember the draft. Okay, so it was the first three for Fly. They were on red side. They yeah. took Sejuani, Felios, and then TK. Yeah. And then the first three for Fear, it was first pick Kragas into Vigar Tristana. So they double flexed oh. the Vigar Trist, oh, right? Oh yeah, I remember this kind of yeah. And so they're on blue. And then it is a four-pick Yone, mm. and Gwen was banned. Oh yeah, so yeah, they because yeah. they banned out um, Fiora Gwen, and so I'm like, okay, they're probably setting up for Cassante, right? Right. Um, it was a Yone on four, and then they responded with Scion Rel, and then five pick was Nar, and there was no magic damage for FlyQuest into Rel Scion. Yeah. Yeah. Not very playable. 
I did enjoy the rail pick once they saw. I saw the angles. Once they no, once they saw. Okay, it's good at the TK, but also once they see Yone, mm -hmm. Rel was so fucking unplayable if you're playing melees. Like if you're like Aurelia, Yone, Yasuo, Rel is like the bane of your existence. Well, I, I do want to say, as far as magic damage goes, I don't think there's no magic damage. Yone had some. Nar actually has some too. His mini, his mini, yeah, um, does a like. It's not a lot. Don't get me yeah. wrong. It's not yeah. a lot. Hey, you're kind of monster coping. I respect it. But <laughs> I'm just saying, if Yone and Nar are able to free hit for a little bit, they definitely will feel it if yeah, they're only fair, stacking fair. armor. I, yeah, I. The, they yeah. both do about twenty percent of, of their profile as magic damage. Yeah. I and then you're playing a melee comp in a rel. Yeah, that's yeah. 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 We don't talk about that part. Yeah. It's, it's cool still. too because Can we, we get a sound effect. I was bummed. Uh, unfortunately, the only sound effects I actually found we got we got sound effects on the soundboard. We only have sound sad trumpet. We have the the bass hit. The like can we do sad trumpet? Manny, you guys can't hear it, but we just Thank did you. it. But then uh, we also have various musical stings that I don't quite understand. Yeah, I don't yeah, there. I yeah, I know that. Are those there, by the way? Mark, didn't you? I, I wasn't there a one joke? Of them. Yeah, there was a joke behind the scenes concerning that one. Yeah. So the top left. Not gonna not gonna report that joke. Manny plays like. You're gonna hear it. Yeah, I, I know. I I hit these by accident. Should I do it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can't hear it. Bradley doesn't want to know. You're gonna have to sum up what this music sounds like to it's it. It's like uh, it's like a game show intro sting almost. Well, when we, we called it something for, different. Well, yeah, yeah. our prod was uh, like, what is this porn music being played? Because <laughs> it was just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one way to put it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, Manny, I'm gonna send you some photos that I want you to use throughout the podcast at some point. Should I send it to Cubby's Discord DM? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Thanks. sure. All right, Care continue on. Can you just put it in the group chat at this point? I feel left out. Oh, okay. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry, Bradley. I assume but they're going to concern making fun of me, so we're going to pass <laughs> on looking at those so you get my real reaction. We can do that plenty without oh. the pictures. That's true. Fair. Oh. This is usually the podcast. The mute the button... <laughs> Wait, these are. I'm a little scared to be sitting banger. here. Hell yeah. Wait, these, these are, are banger. banger. Okay. Oh. Um, Bradley, uh, upper bracket matchup. We do have uh, C9 versus Dignitas. Yeah. Uh, you need to win your best of five to face them. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts on that matchup or those two teams throughout oh. the tournament? They have been our upper bracket victors. You know, both those teams are very interesting in their own regard i actually feel like dignitas have been i feel like they've been actually more lane dominant players yes than, no 100 percent than, than like anyone else in the tournament oh the they're the full court press team they're the we pick three pushing lanes we're yeah. gonna take winning jungle and yeah. we're just gonna like fuck you and like unless yeah. and if we don't then we lose but. and i feel like c9 while i do feel like they have good players obviously if you look at how Fake God and Lost play, I don't feel like they're necessarily very lane dominant players. Fake God is not not to say that they're going to lose lane. Yep. But they don't. I don't think their importance is necessarily counterpick Rumble, counterpick Kennen, like Hoom was doing to Darshan earlier when they played versus yeah. Thieves. Theirs is more like the, kind of like the structure of you know their identity of farming ten CS per minute on every lane, rocking up to team fights and just saying lol. Look at our experience, noobs. Noobs. Yeah. Literally. Fake God is a. Uh, Fake God is kind of like 
old TSM Dyrus, you know, just like the number of times where he's just the sack lane is wild, and he's still just fine in a lot of those games. He's way better than Dyrus. That's mean. <laughs> yeah, Dyrus got a mean because he got peak. dove Dyrus over and over. Yeah, Dyrus. Okay, but also, yeah, I mean, games come along well. I'll give him that. Yeah. When I thought Dyrus might be on the LCS, oh sure, top like 10 if you if you just took fake like, out right now, oh my and god, put him like in Dyrus's shoes, like back in those days. Yeah, fake out of a fucking smash. It. Him <laughs> being on the top ten top laners list last year was actually the most fraudulent thing ever. <laughs> wait, wait, that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, they I did. Got that. They did I think LCS he was like 10. number ten. No, yeah, they did like LCS like ten. Oh. That, I mean, I I do love the guy, but no, he wasn't the best player of all time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it wait, was. You know, everyone I, loves that. Just like I thought he was low on the list. No, I think yeah, he was. He was, like, was. LCS he was like tenth. Like he's like tenth. Yeah. Oh, tenth all time. Yes. Like all positions. Yes. No. No, not not in all positions in the I top lane. No, but he was at LCS ten in summer finals. He walked out of the stage. Yeah, he walked out. Yeah. But, but as, so, as the person who wrote the walkout, we didn't actually do that based off the list. We just did it. Yeah. Oh, it was just like, nice, nice flex, man. Yeah. Nice. Flex. As the person who wrote the LCS ten walkout. No. <laughs> as the one person here not looking, yeah. not looking for dates and girlfriend. You know. Oh wait, what? Oh, nice. Oh, what's that? Why is that know. on nice. me? Oh wait. How salty am I in that photo? Where'd you get that? Oh. Oh, did you take it from the clip? I did take it from the clip. Oh God! Man, okay. If you show all three phases, I can explain. All three. No. Phases. Oh, this is the Bully Cubby podcast. It's actually the Bully Cubby podcast. <laughs> oh boy. I've brought the Bully Cubby special halftime show to now the Raising <laughs> NA podcast. This is great. I don't even need to talk. Kelsey about says, as the person who wrote photo. the walkout, my intention was not clear to the like audience. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? As the person who wrote the walkout, my intention was not clear to that the audience. That is fun. I, that's fair. But <laughs> oh, now Manny's getting red. Oh, all right. Bully um, Manny hours. All right, we should return to Knackle, though. Knackle. Yeah. Also, Bradley, we call the league Knackle sometimes. Are you a fan or no? I'm sorry. Wait, can you say that? NACL, Knackle. 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 I think I'm a fan of like the Salt League. I like the Salt okay. League. Salt okay. League. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Knackle's Knackle's we're, fun. We're trying not to be salty NA fans here. We yeah. have enough of those already. Yeah. I, we were told to try and avoid calling it Salt League. Wait, really? Oh. Yeah, branding purposes, you know. Yeah. Oh. It's actually LCS Challengers in full. Yeah. So the hashtag is <laughs> nice. That is good. The hashtag. Yeah. Is you want to get the context but now? The NA right. stands for LCS. All right. So from the middle is. So context, there's a clip where Covey uh, requested a vanilla I'm latte. Being put on fucking And when blocks. he has Covey, uh, when he has coffee, this is, this is the fourth, he has fourth co- coffee farts, you know, and it's it, we've uh, made it well known. That hang on. Re- Bradley, what did I make before this podcast started? And that is in this mug. It's tea. It's a coffee. Oh, oh, I failed the test. Okay. Uh, so anyway, I just, uh, and now Josh, you're sitting next to me. I'm have aware. I have I farted at all during this podcast? Not out loud. Okay, continue. We anyway, uh, I can literally hear next door because my room our is wall, next to Cubby's room. Our walls room. are thin. Our walls are thin, and I just hear. I'm like, no fucking way he's doing that during the podcast. Uh, you got a specific line. <laughs> come on. No, no. I'm like, come on. No, no way. No. Okay. The, be- <laughs> the best part about this is I, like, I, I, I let one rip. And immediately, I just hear through my mom, Mark, go, come on, really? <laughs> 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 His hands down the best part. And, and, uh, anyway, continue. And 
I immediately oh, go no. to the broadcast. I'm like, I please, please tell me God, <laughs> this got clipped. And I, I see that in the clip, he reaches over to his mute button, mutes it, and then he like kind of pivots to the side, okay, and he the, just goes. The second part's fake news. <laughs> no, right. no, no, no. You muted your mic no. for that very reason. I did. I did mute my mic for that reason. That is not fake news. Leading to the side to let it rip is. I have to, you know, try and like make it look cool. Like I'm hitting mute, which I do. I do hit mute a lot. Sometimes I got to type to production. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I need to pull up a note. Sometimes you need to go check Twitter and hit like on a Twitter. No, that's sometimes that's, you got to rip uh, that. Uh, he and then sometimes I have to rip it. I know. Not during broadcast. <laughs> Never tweet during. I've tweeted during broadcast once, but it was funny. <laughs> All right. There so anyway, anyway, those three faces were like mine was the, you know, at the beginning of the rip. The right side. This is was Mark's interpretation of the, yeah, the, the this fart is what I thought during the mute. The beginning of the rip, the right side, uh, or this Josh's face was after the rip, and then Bradley's face, which was post rip, and him being finally relieved and like, all right, back to business. I yeah. mean, I will say, Brad, the one, the face over Bradley does look like just sheer relief and happiness. <laughs> yeah. We're not, we're not gonna lie there. Still look pretty happy. Yeah, I mean, comments. <laughs> I mean, like it's not bully coffee too hard hours. I mean, if if you're ripping ass and you don't feel better afterwards, then like why even ripping ass, you know? Well, what if you still have more to rip? <laughs> I'm done. I'm not done, but we're going to save that for after the podcast and after you guys leave and go to bed. Or Ladies, to he's bathroom. into ripping ass. <laughs> no. Oh, man, man. I'm going to I'm going to stick to the joke that I've said before on this podcast, which Bradley probably hasn't heard. As Bradley's like very awkwardly like, why the fuck did I come up with? Uh, which is, if I'm gonna pay LA rent, I'm gonna fart in my house. I think that's. Fair. I want to get my money's worth. You know? I probably haven't heard it before, but that's fair. That's a fair statement, you know. Bradley, does this change your perception of us as broadcast talent? Nah, probably not. Probably not. No, not in the slightest. I don't think. Cause like, I mean, at the end of the day, I think you do remember, like, even if it's like at various times that like. Everyone in the scene, we're all gamers. We we have our moments, you know. If I if I learn that Cubby rips ass for like ten hours straight, like it happens, you know. Like, no mark, hard feelings. Mark, mark, mark. I've, I've yeah, probably I do done want it you too. To go from he's very single and see if you see what you'd like to say on that topic. Okay, there's being single and there's being very single. No, keep going. Oh, is there more? Oh, like Andrew's part and the rest of it. Oh. Oh, wait, wait, okay, wait, wait. Uh, hang on. These are facts being shared. In yes, the it is bully cubby hours. Ladies, he's single. Beat down. Okay, that's so real, though. He's very single. So are you, Josh. Oh, God, don't say that. There's being single. <laughs> Ladies, Josh is also single. Eric goes, this bastard farted in the <laughs> capture booth, too. <laughs> oh, last part. And I... I'm less single though from Josh. That that is true because I no. You don't have to expand. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I I I were. It's true because I fall in the very single category, <laughs> and that's not changing anytime soon. Anyway, continue. <laughs> I'm moderately single. Congrats. <laughs> uh, Good job, Josh. This is fun. Uh, all right, we should change topics into more. <laughs> Bradley, uh, uh, on the spectrum, where are you? <laughs> on the spectrum of singleness. <laughs> Single. The worst way on to the say that. On the single spectrum. Yeah, I feel like on the back, back to NACL. How, how active is your dating life? Back, this is what Josh is intending back, to ask. Back to NACL. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> we were talking about. Benny, I think it's the least single. 
This is already off the rail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that like might be true. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, man, you got your third date? Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Let's go, man. He's the least single. Yep. All right. Um, This is not our most unhinged episode. Yeah, we, we're not nearly as drunk on this one as we were with Kangas. No, we're... Uh, no. Anyway, <laughs> back to NACL, Clint and I take the toss. I, I, I'm having... Oh, God, that was... Un- that, oh, God. <laughs> hey, this is fun, guys. Um, any any thoughts on teams that were eliminated, Bradley, or any teams that you feel like uh, were better than where they placed mm. in the tournament? Ooh. Yeah, one. actually, um, I was sad that we had to play against CLG. I I do think like uh, I am very happy that we beat CLG, um, but I I was very sad that we had to go against them because I think like their tournament that also could have or their team that also could have went very far, <laughs> and you know it could have been like who is better on the day type thing because if you look back at it, we. I don't want to say, okay, we, we didn't roll them in game one, I don't think. I think game one was pretty even, even though we fell behind in kills early. We weren't really behind in gold. And then we team fought well, so we won game one pretty evenly. And then they rolled this game two, and then we rolled them game three. So it's just like, I don't know. It, it feels weird because, especially in a best of three, it's just like it was only like two games were complete stomps, one yes. versus the other, and then we just played one good game. So it feels weird, like that's all it kind of took for us to one because it easily could have been the other way around. Yeah, especially well, for CLG. So I know that like throughout the season two, uh, CLG has been. I, I don't want to speak for you guys, but one of your bigger scrim partners. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I feel more comfortable saying this now that CLG's out. Yeah. Um. Obviously, we, we scrim CLG so much. Yeah, you guys scrim up a ton, and like you and every team that was scrimming CLG behind the scenes. I we heard from Dignitas. We heard from you. Uh, even C9, that on their best day, CLG is probably one of, if not the best team in the league. Yeah, and we just yeah. did not see that in the tournament. You guys took them out, obviously, and made it all the way to top four. And it says a lot for the form that CLG was in, but that definitely was a big surprise for us. I actually do think, and and by by no way am I trying to throw any shade on the players of CLG. I, I think they're all good. Yeah. It's very surprising, though, because even last year, I don't know if you remember it, it does not feel like they play the same on stage, like when it gets to playoffs. Like regular yeah. season, I think they look good, like even there too, even though like um, they actually, their seed wasn't that good as well as ours, right? But it was so close. But I feel like whenever it gets to playoffs and that kind of thing, I don't know, they don't they don't kind of look the same. They don't perform. <clears throat> I mean, it, uh, I, I don't know what's going on, but I think that, you know, looking at what they've done, I mean, thinking of spring of last year, especially where they were the top team and then they got out seven, eight. Yeah. Um, and then this year, I think things were closer. So I think spring was a bigger disappointment than this spring. But yeah. I, I know that like, you know, from every team we talked to behind the scenes, it's like, yeah, COG is really good. Yeah. yeah. They, they, got, they, they had games on stage. I got where they were a really good quote from APA from when he was on like a couple of weeks back mm-hmm. uh, where he said, that he felt you guys learned more from your scrims than CLG did. Oh, I would say that's very accurate, actually. Like, I mean, usually that means because you're getting shit on. <laughs> partly, yeah. Yeah. Partly. I also, I also think it's also partly due to the fact that um, they, as a four core, like already had the same players, and their one different player was already experienced enough to not necessarily learn as much like he was definitely going into the year as a prospect already right Mm -hmm. so and then like you look at our team and we have two rookies right and then mir and arrow so 
whilst we did not have maybe some games where we didn't have like as competitive games, I think the leadership that Spawn has over the team is very, very good. And it definitely holds everyone to the standard that, you know, we all set for ourselves where it's like, you know, guys, it's fine if we get our ass kicked, but you better be learning from it, you know? Yeah. So. No, I mean, I like, if you want to be a true competitor, you got to, you got to live with getting your ass kicked a couple yeah, times. That's, yeah. that's how you're going to learn. Especially, that, especially you know? with two rookies, you know? I mean, I, not just that. Uh, I mean, I mean, you got a couple guys in your team that come from like a fighting background as well. Yeah. Like that yeah. is a very literal thing where like you that's have true, to get your well. ass kicked and to that, win. Yeah. They understand sure. that I feel like in a different aspect than some others. Uh, but also I, I do want to talk about the fact that, I mean, as I said, it kind of feels disingenuous calling APA a rookie given all the experience he has, but he is a rookie this year. Uh, now I think that someone that is 100% a rookie and might be one of the freshest faces that we've have had yeah. in challengers has been Kim down. And Kim Down has been really big for you guys in playoffs. I think the meta yeah. swap and you guys like playing Renata mm-hmm. has been really big. Uh, any thoughts like, on him and his growth and improvement? Uh, Kim Down, Kim Down is probably like one of the, like the nicest teammates I've ever worked with. Yeah. In terms of like his attitude and how he talks with everyone, and it's always funny too because he's especially one of the most hardworking as far as rookies I've, I've ever seen in my entire life. Like literally. After every scrim game, like Arrow will just pull up the VOD and they'll instantly just start talking to each other in Korean for like 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Like the like he's he's like you stand here, you should be here. They're like this, this, this. Kim's like okay, okay, yeah. Like yep, yep, yep. I understand. Yeah, okay, like thanks. that kind of thing. And it like it's like day in, day out, just like nonstop. And you can see it too. Um, Kim Down is actually like he's usually like the first in the office. He wakes up at like. Eight in the morning, nine. Well, he's always he's a human. <laughs> and and well, normally scrim started at like twelve, that kind of thing. Good for him. So like he gets in the office very early and he grinds solo queue before we even play scrims. Let's go, Kim Down. So he's he's very very hardworking. So and it's yeah, he definitely deserves like kind of the growth and the recognition that you know I'm sure he's starting to get. That's from my well. so my favorite part about your guys' tryouts, of course, uh, tryouts were public. Yeah, some of them were. Mm-hmm. It was every like everyone who watched the tryouts where they just were like, "How did Kim Down get the spot? Like he didn't play well in tryouts." Mm-hmm. And I like I got to I was like behind the scenes for that, and I was like I just had a big smile on my face. I was like, "These guys don't know." You know, it's actually funny too. Yeah. Um, the public TL tryouts. I was in Korea during this time. Yes, you were. And the amount of comments that I saw being like, "Oh, I hope Soul or Surdy can spot." I was like, "What the hell, guys? <laughs> What's going on?" <laughs> Yo, I haven't I'm left. Still here, yeah, man. Like, like I'm in Korea. Yeah. I feel so disconnected. I'm like, "Yo, I'm still here, guys." Like, yeah. Yo. Because like I think at the time, like when that happened, it was, um, like I mean, like Soul and Surdy, like both talked to, like, "Hey." Uh, we need bodies, and like we are gonna have a third team. Yeah, we don't expect that you're gonna be considered for the third team, but like you just like want to hop in, and Soul hopped in because everyone was kind of getting murdered by Surdy. Uh, so that's kind of why Soul came. Mm-hmm. So like they knew like what was up, and like yeah, yeah, they're great. Just, they were great to work with. They were great yeah. to have in the tryout. Yeah. Um, and I know like Spawn was like, yeah, if for whatever reason like Bradley is LCS like not on my team, a I'm gonna be mad because he was gonna be the one player I had back. <laughs> uh, but B like that's so like that's like super unlikely. So uh, yeah, those, that's actually pretty funny. Is I remember I was talking to you a little bit like when you guys were like in Korea because I think that's like when it was figured out like around that time like it was gonna be Harry on core and like you guys were trying to figure out the rest. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Sweet Rock, yeah. I plan on going back in the offseason. You are? Yeah, 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 I plan on that. So I, I actually just talked to a couple Challengers players that did book their tickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were eliminated this past week, but I'm happy for them. Do you, yeah. Is there anything that like were any big highlights for you the last time you went or anything you're looking to do again this time? Or like um, for the first eat. time this time? Well, so the last time I went to Korea, I stayed at a very expensive place. And I think... Um, this time around, I, I'm probably going to try to go to, like, maybe a PC bang. Okay. Because what I did was I stayed at, like, a very expensive hotel, and I had a PC in my hotel room. Oh, and you had it set up. And I was just oh. gaming from there for the most part. Now, you know, if if uh, if people are feeling good, if we won, like, four games in a row, we'd, we'd go out to dinner. You know, like, uh, like if me or Jan or Armal, if we won, like, four solo games in a row, we, we'd be like, oh, let's go get some, like chicken like oh it's gonna be so good good night yay and then like that kind of thing but for the most part i just kind of played for my room like all all the time in korea i didn't really go out that much so going i feel like going to like a pc bang this time when i'm going to korea yeah would be like a kind of fresher kind of experience just kind of like hang around everyone that kind of thing because i want to experience that too. do you like clubbing uh clubbing's fun i mean i i'm not like the biggest party person the way i basically describe it is like i would never do it by myself but socially like mm. every once in a while yeah you should grab the gamers and go to the octagon i don't know if i've heard of the it's octagon. uh i think it's called the octagon it's i haven't been there since 2015 but mm. it's uh it's a club with eight different floors and on every floor there's a different kind of music there's a different kind of what, sorry? Different kind of music, like a different Ooh. kind of DJ. That sounds so cool. So if you don't like one floor vibe, you go to the next one? And exactly. Uh, I. It was downtown. It was super sick. That does sound fun. I feel like going to a PC bang in Korea, I mean, it's one thing to like do your whole boot camp from there, but also like just to go once would be such a cool experience because like, that is yeah. such a core part of Korean esports mm-hmm. and like their culture, you know, and like yeah. obviously what you experience here. Uh, yeah, I mean like... I didn't gain from a hotel, but when I went in 2018 for Worlds, I spent like two days back to back. Just like, you know what? Uh, I have extra days here and I've already kind of like hit all the museums and like local places. I went to the you hey, went to Busan though, right? Yeah, I just went to Busan. So I wasn't in Seoul, uh, yeah. but like I hit up the uh, the the mo- uh, Museum of Modern Honor over there. I hit up an aquarium and I hit like a couple of places that I saw like on food YouTuber places. Yeah. Like just go- you got to go get uh, gobby from here. You got to get uh, pork bulgogi from, from here. So I was like, okay, well, these last two days, quarterfi- uh, group stage is over, but I'm going to see the first day of quarterfinals and it's like a two-day lapse. In that two-day lapse, I found a local PC bong and I just... I got one of the, I guess he was like a student, uh, help me make an account in Korea <laughs> because technically, yeah, you need a Korean SSN. Correct. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I don't have one of those. So I said, okay, I can find you one. I'm like, wait, how does that work? Just <laughs> and ask. A don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. <laughs> I, I assume that like you guys go through Riot to like get your accounts. Yes, yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I, <laughs> I when I was there, I just borrowed an account from one of my friends. Yeah. I actually kind of wonder if... Yeah, did you have your good time at karaoke? I did have a good time at karaoke. Yeah, I'm glad. I kind of wonder, (laughs) like, part of me is tossing around, like, actually, like, wanting to go on a Korean boot camp myself and, like, traveling with a... Well, no, I, I, like, my goal would be, like, if I were to do it, 
it's like you asked me like what I would like to do during the off season. I can't do it this off season. I got other stuff. Like I've been tossing around ideas. Mm-hmm. If I want like a group of like two or three players and like, I would be, my job would be to like, just be there like as an adult, but also like I'd have an account where I can play. Like if any players would be like, Hey, like, can you look at this for me? Or like, I can like toss around ideas, or, like trying to like, help out. So you'd be the RA of the group. Yes. Which yeah. I have done before, but also I'd be, I, I want to see how far I could get on the Korean ladder myself. Like I would like play to like warm up in NA and like try and hit like D two plus, but then like can I come too and not have to be an RA? I just want to <laughs> play Korean. So I just want to eat Korean food. I I a, that I that too. I have a fun PC bong stat for you guys. Yeah. Ooh. Um, for this is from the research for a uh, video that I've been writing for the last several months and probably ah oh, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. So while I was doing that, I crunched the numbers on how popular PC bongs are in Korea yeah. versus McDonald's in the United <laughs> States. <laughs> oh. So I found out that there's 14,000 McDonald's in the U.S. Right, which is 4.3 uh-huh. per hundred thousand people. Okay. There are 12,000 PC bongs in Korea, Holy shit. which is 23.1 per 100,000 people. To just give you a yeah. reference about so, how common they are. Yeah. Wow. So That's pretty crazy. It, one of the Ooh. things that I did, so when I went to Korea, I did that as a study abroad program. And the whole the whole thing was uh, it was part of the informatics program. So I went to go kind of uh, go visit a bunch of universities and talk about how like the difference in like internet culture and like perceptions of technology were over there and one of the one of the things that is really interesting to know and kind of talk about that we don't really talk about in terms of esports over here but korea did a couple of things that made like esports super easy to get into over there so the first thing is that in the 90s uh, they spent millions and millions of dollars in order to wire up the entire country, right? Like everything is wired in at the expense of the government. And then they basically handed it over to a bunch of conglomerates, which are called Jables. And those Jables are like, imagine, so as a quick step, Bradley, I want to ask you, the top, we'll say the top like 10 companies in the United States are like Amazon, Google, Facebook, like General Electric, Walmart, all those guys. What percentage of the U.S. economy do you think those 10 companies are? Oh, probably insane, insane percentage. Give me, give me a number. I would probably estimate like 85. It's like 15. Wait. Yeah, the top ten companies uh, compared to the U.S. GDP are like fifteen percent of our GDP. Wait, really? Yeah. Now that's still a shit. That's still a shit. That's still a lot. Yeah. In Korea, the equivalent ten companies make up sixty percent of their GDP. Okay, that's concerning. That it's a problem. It's a massive problem. But that's why SKT and KT, which are your big telecom companies, are massive, massive companies, and they don't just do telecom. They do fucking everything. The other thing that Korea did other than making internet super easily available for everyone and dirt cheap was in the also in the nineties, they were like, Hey, we have a lot of women that are working from home. We need them to not do that. So they basically paid all the women in the nineties to go take classes on how to use computers and the internet. They paid them to go do that. Oh, wow. So like the entire country since the nineties has been growing up understanding how to use the internet. Internet is dirt cheap. PC bongs are like a dollar an hour. Yeah kind of thing yeah. and so just like it is so easy to access and you come here to the united states or so in korea like you in most places you have four or five telecoms to choose from here in the u.s you're lucky if you have two 
right? Oh, we get, yeah, we get fucked by Spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also, we, there are huge swaths <laughs> in the United States that are just, it is never going to be economically viable to put high-speed internet to, because there's just not yeah. the people there, the geography sucks. And so, like, That's, Korea is insane yeah. for this kind of stuff. That we get the cable companies to, like, you know, have yeah. the nipple flaps and, like, oh, yeah, MNET, your CJ. service is out? Yeah. Oh, no. If no one's seen South Park, the uh, reference, that's, yeah, yeah anyway. Yeah. Well, if you ever wondered why the uh, the esports culture is different, yeah. just laid it out. <laughs> I mean, it's not the yeah. only reason, but it well, is, it is a, it's a big it reason, a right? Yeah, like, huge contributor. It's just factor. accessibility. Yeah. Accessibility is so easy. That was an interesting aside, I must say. Yeah, yeah it was an interesting yeah, tangent. So, uh, also, it's been on cable TV since 96 what, in Korea. Uh, OGN. Big, yeah, OGN started in 96. Yeah. Which was a big part of uh, making it mainstream there. So Korea trip soon, half of that trip. Probably not. I need a passport. You don't have a passport. You don't have a passport. Mine expired. I got to renew it. I oh, get, like, a new one because I, I was about one. to say it's like, bro, what are you? Anyway, doing? um, what what next? Uh, what do you guys want to hit on? I, we got a couple more knackle things. We got one fun thing for Bradley. Oh, we, we I do wanna. I did have a thought. Um, thoughts on. Uh, going up against 100 Thieves because when Insanity came off and we did an interview with him afterwards, I was like, hey man, how are you feeling? And he's like, I'm bored. 100 Thieves just decided to not show up today. <laughs> um, 100 Thieves, I think, was... Well, okay, so I'll say this. I personally was really looking forward to playing in Sniper, mm-hmm. like leading up to the year. Yeah, Hundred Thieves in our in our run was actually the last opponent that we would play against in the entire of the the bracket for like the regular, yeah, or for like the regular, yeah, yeah, for like the regular season. And then on the last mm-hmm. official match of his, get sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was a bummer. And I was like, oh my I'm god, lucky. that's kind of lame. But it was actually kind of fun to play against Tenassi. Yeah, um, old boy Milan. Yeah, it was like a throwback. It was kind of cool. I hit him with the rock. <laughs> <laughs> you did hit him with the with with the shamrock shake. I threw a big rock Dude. at him. Yeah, you hit him with the Your shamrock shake. Your fight was so much better this year than last year. Yeah. Holy well, shit. Playing tanks is actually pretty interesting in 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 of itself because tanks are fun. Yeah. Tanks have way more skill expression than most people think. No, it's actually funny too. I I always tell my uh, my team this, and it's always like they'll always laugh at me, but I, I feel like only like t- like top lanes will understand this. Yeah. I say this because it's like okay, the lanes that fight to the death aren't actually carry versus carry. It's tank versus tank. Yeah. Those are the lanes where you actually fight to death, yeah. and it's just so funny because what just happens is is you both walk to each other, bang, both hit each other for like fifty damage. And then, like, you both just look at each other, and you're like... Like, all right, wait, who's winning? Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> I, I'll, I'm going to do that again. Yeah, well... Like, that, that didn't hurt that much. I'm, and you do that, like, ten more times. Yeah. And you're like, oh, we're both, yeah. like, 10 HP now. The other thing... Okay, the other thing that's really important about playing tanks that a lot of people don't realize is that unlike playing between most different ca- classes, like, playing the difference between an artillery mage and AD carry, you're basically playing the same thing, right? Your your mindset is very similar. Yeah. But when if you sh- shift from playing, like jace to playing malphite oh yeah like it's completely different then playing malphite versus playing scion is also like it's it's a different class of character you don't think about playing them the same way and that's the thing that a lot of people struggle struggle with i mean i i think that like what bradley's getting at and like i think why tanks are fun is that a lot of times i can carry matchups like sometimes matchups can really boil down to like one or two interactions yeah like can i outplay this can i flash this like something else i have in my kit Whereas, like, with tanks, it's, like, 
can I play this correctly for a 30 second period where I'm going to go through three or four like spell rotations and like outplay everything. And a yeah. lot of times like the other tank will have an ability to get like outplay a couple things. Yeah. Um, which I, I find very fun. I find it so fun. Why, I, that's like where I really miss Maokai being a tank because Maokai, like your W, your E, your Q all require a skill expression. And in a lot of matchups, you can use it. It's like, okay, if my time, my, my Q correctly against Jace, I can cancel the Q. Yeah. Or I fucking. Oh, I was watching LJL Steel, and I got fucking tilted as hell watching pros play Maokai for the first week in the play-ins because they were <laughs> so shit at the character, <laughs> and it was just like this character, like this character is not yeah. that hard, but like what the fuck yeah. is this? It's like I'm a bunch, better. like a bunch of like Maokai Nar. This is like old meta, right? Yeah, but it's like I love that meta. I can cancel Nar Hop. Uh, can I twist it advance like a boomerang or like a rock from mm -hmm. Nar? Or you can dodge or like his stun. Mega. Yeah. yeah, you can outplay Mega. Like that's like something like I, I would say like the Nar has to wait that out. Like yeah. So like that would be like an error on the Nar. Like there were a lot of like interactions because you have longer fights where it's like if I get this right, I can yeah. win. And I think that's like there is something that's fun That's for the lane that. for sure. Yeah, yeah there also, is something fun Also that. in team fights, right? Like the idea of going from like oh, they're hitting me, I'm dead, to like, oh, they're hitting me, good, right? Like, yeah. that is a shift in mindset that a lot of players who don't play tanks don't understand. It's, it's something, and a lot of players yeah. who do play tanks are bad at it because they don't understand it. Yeah, it's the same thing for carry junglers, too. Yeah. I think we saw, like, a lot of junglers, both in major leagues around the world and in challengers who primarily played things like uh, bruisers and fighters to so then going to straight up Sejuani, Maokai, Duty almost every single game. And they, when the when they play their ganks, they would play it so timidly and not think about if I hit my CC. Your mic sends yeah, like Mark, shit you gotta put it back on the stand. The cord is not enjoying whatever you're doing. Oh, if I do it like this, I guess you just gotta keep it more still. That's fine. <laughs> I will. I just I hate the stand personally. <laughs> Well, yeah, now it's like just I'm cut out my entirely, right so now. I think it's just kind of Aww. freaking out generally. Well, anyway, fun uh -huh. times. Carry junglers playing tanks, haha. -ha. Yeah, haha. <laughs> -ha. Well, I mean, like, just in general, when you go to playing tanks, you need to play with your life less of importance, and your importance is to accelerate or others yeah. or yeah. to just, you know. Give space in, in team fights as well. Speaking of, I, I will use this actually to pivot. Uh, are there any other NACL things we want to go over or bring up before we do move on? Because we are pretty. Who do you think is going to win? And yeah. What, what two teams and what's their score going to be in the finals? I think, if you want my prediction for the entire yeah. thing, I think we're going to beat Fear. And then I think, okay, I actually think that Dig is going to beat C9. Ooh. And then I That's think, what I predicted. And then I think you like the full court press. And then I think we're going to be playing in C9. And then two things are going to happen. I think if we beat C9, we'll beat Dig. But obviously, yeah. I think if we lose for C9, then I think that Dig will just win. Okay. What's the score of the of the finals? If we make it versus Dig, I think it would be 3-1. Okay. And then if you don't, I think Dig will win 3-2. Against okay. Cloud9? All right. Yeah. Cool. I, I'm excited for playoffs. Uh, best of luck, you know, of course. Uh, I think we have four good teams left. So, And every team, slightly different style. I will, yeah. A yeah. little, like, little bit different style, I think, for everyone, which is kind of fun. Mm -hmm. um, okay, moving on. 
Transitioning, we talked a lot about tanks in the top lane. I know that uh, something that you kind of miss, of course, that we've talked about is your mid laners that you miss playing top. Yeah. So we have something for, uh, we call this terrible tier list because we like to make fun of tier list and being terrible. Okay. Hopefully this is not too bad. Okay. But throwing it up there, producer Manny, oh. mid laners playing these mid laners top. Oh. All right. Have we gotten crazy in solo queue of late slash what have we seen? Where do these mid laners rate? If we put them top lane, mm. we're going to throw them up. This is, this is the batch we got. Are there any additions you'd like to make? We, we might be able to fit one of those in too. Yeah, I feel like there there are definitely some additions that you can put up here. Ooh, okay. What, let's start with maybe those. What what are champs that you have attempted or maybe think are not poop top that you've seen be Sin played mid? Syndra could be up there, I think. Oh, okay. We have a we have a Xiaohu enjoyer. Yeah. yeah, I think Syndra could be up there. Um I definitely okay, this one is like very off theme of of, of, of a so oh uh, I think Oriana is like kinda of similar than Syndra, but I think Syndra would do a better Oriana. Probably still play Ori. Okay. Um, this okay. one would probably be very non-traditional, but I actually think you could play Zed top. Hey, into in what? That's what I used to be good at. Or do you I not want to spoil? Well, I'm, there's no way I'm playing Zed top, so <laughs> um, you can play Zed top into the squishier blinds. I think you could play Zed into Nar. into things like Nar. You could play into yep. Jace. Yep. I think you can even play it in a Gangplank, even though Gangplank's not that Can meta. you play it in the Renekton? I've actually no. seen Zed in the Hell Renekton. No. No, 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 that matchup no, you, sucks for Zed. Get, you're going to get shit on. Like, honestly, you see, if you ever see, like, a blind Zed or you see a Zed too early in the draft, and then you, like, swap Renekton mid, oh, it's... I've seen that happen a lot of times. I, Zed well, they changed ZZ where they lower the cooldown. I was wondering if I could maybe you could use that to space, but I guess not. It's too hard. Renekton is okay. such a stat check champion. <laughs> yeah, no, it really is. All right. No, but okay, Zed, so Zed shits on Nar. So Nar, loses, uh, Nar and Jace lose to every champion that can get on them twice, and Zed can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay, look at we the list. Everything? Yeah, yeah. We, we got to start tearing these, Bradley. We okay, got, okay, we got okay. a few additions for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's... I think if there's going to be any S tier champion in the top lane, I would actually probably put Cassio in that slot. Yes. I think Cassio's would probably be the only S tier champion on this list. Do you remember when Huni played Cassiopeia top? I remember this when... this pick, I swear to God, I, it fits Malachi harder than anything I think I've ever seen. It fits a lot of lane top lane. It fits a lot of shit played in the meta right now currently. What's it like into Cassante? Can you play it in a Cassante? Absolutely, you could play this in the Cassante. Okay. Um, really good into Cassante. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. That, that's Wait, a matchup that would his, be okay. His W would be fucked. If you actually, if you actually look at Law Analytics and you search up Cassante counters and you search like D two plus for the past thirty days, Cassio's the number one. Is it really? Uh, I, it, it is Cassante's lowest win rate. Now. I think you could also Holy play Rise into it in theory if Cassio works. No. Yeah, well, Rise is like slightly different, I would say. Yeah. Because the thing with Cassio is she has her all-in threat uh -huh. that really makes her like I think the S tier top laner because that is true. Like if if Rise like I mean Rise can go conquer, but his all-in threat is way less than Cassio. You kind of need phase rush against Cassante too in case you get hit by the thirty. I think you just die. Yeah. 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 So I'd put Cassio in S. I think. The rest are somewhat situational. Like, you've seen Victor in the Gangplank before. Fuck. I want to queue up and play Cassio in a Cassante top now. That sounds brutal for yeah. Cassante. All right, continue. Yeah, Vic Victor in the GP is Vic good. Yeah, Victor like, in the Aatrox was an old matchup yeah. before you played top. That was yeah. really big. You can see things like Lethal Tempo LeBlanc. I think Victor in the Licorice. As well. Yeah, did you see the LCK game where Dindin uh, 
put up the the blanc top. Of course, of course, yeah. The lethal. I mean, I actually think it's good, by the way. Like, All right, where, where's it going? You could put like say so, like the thing is like the rest of them are kind of like situational. Yeah, yeah. So, that's fine. so like so like in the situation where it's good, I think LeBlanc should be a. I think Syndra Victor should be a. I think Zed will be a, and then I think after that, I think Anivia and Ori would be B. I think Karma. Karma is weird because we got she, the change to the auto attacks on on her ultimate is big. Yeah, I mean Karma is also weird because it's like whenever you play Karma top, you you don't really play her like like as far as like mid lane champions going to top, they don't really play the same. I mean they kind of do, but it's it's Karma's more of a supportive character. Like even if you play Karma top, you're more rather than not still building support items. Yeah. So it feels weird to put Karma in this list because she doesn't feel like necessary. Like, I mean, you could still play Karma top even now. Yeah, I know Lordo is still advocating for Janna top right now. <laughs> what with Smite? Uh, you something like that. I don't know. Oh, oh god. my god. Um, what oh. is Samson cooking? I mean, it makes Yumi look good. Anyway, continue. I think Azir should be B as well because there's a specific matchup. Azir versus Gangplank. Yes, yeah, I was about to bring is, up Gangplank. Is, is really good. It's really, really good for Azir. Yeah. I Even actually, after the changes? When I, when good I, question. When I was playing in Korea, I played against Birdle, and Birdle played Azir versus me when yes. I was playing Gangplank. He, yeah. he, Birdle has some cursed solo queue picks. That's one of his. He's yeah. very good at it. Bradley, Bradley, yeah. do you think Azir is still really good into Gangplank on 13-5? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I mean, I think... Uh, you could go early attack speed for Nashers, or you can go Berserker Greaves and get early attack speed. You have Lethal Temple too, it's not bad. Yeah, because the thing about Gangplank that actually I think makes Azir even better into Gangplank, even though Azir got nerfed, um, Gangplank has shifted. I don't know if you guys have noticed when you, when you watch Gangplank last year versus this year, I feel like Gangplank has shifted more of a barrel champion than a q poke champion yeah 100 last year you would see gangplank you you were one of the only people that played barrel gp yeah you were like one of the first people that was like going reverb claw into mm -hmm. ie yeah like like last year in lane i remember you just rush sheen yeah you just q poke over and over but the landing phase now this year revolves way less around q because more often than not the amount of damage that you'll get to them with q and sheen is just not enough with D shield yeah. and second wind, that kind of thing. Yeah, you're rotating out barrels not, and yeah, trial by fire. Yeah, you're yeah. Just rotating with, yeah, so that you can farm like nine CS for a minute and then go into team fights like lol, hey, and then just shit on people. Yeah. yeah, the difference in the mana cost on the Q is really big. Um, I guess Rise can be B tier as well. The actually should Rise be B or C? Because like, okay, the thing with Rise is like, okay, Rise can be good if you need AP like a threat, but like the thing. Like, okay, the reason you pick Rise in the mid lane, right, is like, okay, you get push and then you roam. So, well, I can't really do that top, right? But then the thing that Rise also has going for him in the later stages of the game as a mid laner is like, okay, like, you know, you build your defensive boots, whatever they are, if it's Mercs or Tobbies, right? And then, like, you go into a side, and if you're picking Rise into a good slot, like, normal, like a mid laner, a traditional mage would never want to just one on one side with you. So like Rise normally in the mid game will always be pushing down side wave, always making someone match them, that kind of thing. But if you're playing Rise in the top lane, generally top laners already have that role. Like if they're playing that sort of style, and I feel like a lot of champions can just do that better if you wanted to play Rise. So it feels a bit weird because you don't really get any roaming threat. And you don't like e like 
if you're going to pin someone to the side as Ryzen later, you you probably want to play something else like Fiora or something. Mm. I... Although it can work. like There, it, there are a couple matchups I still think Rise is playable top Yeah, right no, no, don't get me wrong. I think... Like Rise Renekton, I think Proverbs kind of breaks that, but I still fucking believe that you can like murder Renekton early as Rise. I think the biggest strength that Rise would have is the fact that dives and ganks. I would say that would be probably Rise's biggest strength. Yeah. It's very easy to dive someone th- with Rise and very, someone, uh, very easy to gank someone with Rise. So that's yep. probably his biggest strength. Okay. So uh, I would probably put him B... And then, honestly, I kind of don't want to touch Karma because I don't feel I like I can Karma... just delete her from the list. She doesn't need to be. Yeah, get her the fuck out yeah. of here. Uh, and, and then... I put Zoe in because you said that you miss playing Zoe. I do miss playing Zoe. And then also I put but Brandon... I Zoe would suck. Brand's the Zamudo shout. So we put in Zoe D tier? Yeah. I would probably put Zoe D tier. And I, Zamudo does like his brand top. I don't know about brand top. I would put Brandon C. I don't mm. think it's as bad as Zoe, but I don't... Like, I think Brand Top would face a lot of issues. I think the main one that you're, Brand you're, would you face... You have no movement in a long is lane? Is getting dope. Wait, is Draven <laughs> a mid laner? Oh, Draven Top's really good, if you can play it. You know what's funny, actually? In my last day of Korea, I was streaming solo queue. Yeah. And I so when I realized I wouldn't hit Challenger, because like I was playing for like 30 hours straight, I was trying to like hit Challenger. Yeah, yeah. Funny enough, I was two wins away, which is kind of sad, like at an earlier point, but... I was like grinding really hard. And then when I realized I couldn't get it with the amount of hours I had left, I was like, all right, now I'm going to start playing things like different. Like I'm not going to be playing like my meta shit anymore. And like some of the things I was playing, like I remember I played a game of like Riven, played a game of Teemo, but I played Draven top one game. And it was funny because I played against, I don't know if you know who T1 challengers is, uh, the top laner doll. I do. I played against him when I was playing Draven top. And I, I remember it was like, it's kind of fun. It was fun to play. Did you fist him or did you get fisted? Uh, There's no other alternative for Draven top. I don't know. See, like I won early, but then like a Draven, you know, like the Draven things happen where like one thing goes wrong and then you're just completely useless. The game's forked. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I was winning early for sure because I'm playing Draven top. And then like one thing went wrong. I, I wouldn't say it was my fault. Maybe that's a little bit of code, but like, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> something name goes names. wrong. Wh- wh- which challengers player in Korea was it? No, I'm kidding. No, no, no. Like, like, uh, um, where are we putting uh, Brand again? Probably C. C. I think Brand is C for sure. I think he, because like Brand's issue would like most of against any top laner is like, okay, if you trade with me, then you're not using anything on the wave because I will just stand outside of my wave. And if you use spells on the wave, I'm just going to walk at you and murder you. And then it's like, okay, if I take away any HP and build a wave on you, you're just getting dope. Yeah. Like Brand is one of the squishiest characters of like this game. Yep. Brand dies to like a breath of air. (laughs) Yeah. But if you do 10k damage and you die 10 times, I mean, that's worth? true. That's true. Yeah, who knows? This is our final tier this list. This is the final tier list. All right. Plus on, a couple additions. Yeah, mid laners top. Thanks, producer Manny, for sticking uh, with us on this one. There's your screenshot. Good I times. Yeah. Nice. All right. We got the screenshot. Let's go. I also <gasps> saw the additions that Manny made. It yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, the, that was well faces? played. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Bradley, we're going to move into some LCS talk right now as we do have playoffs on okay. the horizon. How much have you been following LCS? Uh, pretty if pretty all. heavily. Okay, yeah, pretty heavily. Say, yeah. So we have some matches this week. LCS Caster Rafa, I'll let you walk us through some of the bangers we have. All right. First of all, is my microphone okay? Yeah, it sounds good so oh. far. Cool. All right. Well, oh, oh. he jinxed it. Oh. We okay? I think he yeah, did now not we are. touch the metal. I think it's the wire. 
The wire is fine. I mean, this is anyway. Keep going. Testing one, two, three. With it sounds fine now. Like the crackle will just be short and loud and annoying when it happens. <laughs> it doesn't like it's like you can still hear you. Okay. Well, Thursday. So Thursday and Friday are upper bracket matches. Thursday being Cloud Nine, first seed taking on fourth seed CLG. That's mm. Friday. One. No, that's Thursday. That's Friday. There's only one way to find out. That is Friday. Oh. Oh, there it is. I got lied to. Wait, oh. the the playoff bracket graphic I saw was Thursday was the top match. Wait, why is it? Well, generation I'm arc. producing CLG C9, so I know for a fact that this is the correct one. I okay. I can Friday. see what you're saying. What, what you're saying actually makes sense if Thursday was on the top and this stays like... Yeah, like yeah. what? Why is it that the case? Because then the it lower bracket weird, it has yeah. Saturday, Sunday, and then the next so week the is one seed has an extra day. I don't know. That's the only reason I can cringe and ratio. Yep, cringe ratio. Anyway, all right. Well, okay. Well, in my head, it was fly one hundred Friday. But anyway, uh, good matchup. Okay, probably yeah. the one to look forward well, to. Fly one hundred Thursday, C nine CLG Friday, and then Saturday. Uh, will be Golden Guardians taking on the loser of FlyQuest 100. And Sunday will be EG taking on the loser of C9 CLG. So likely EG CLG. And honestly, I don't know who's going to face Golden Guardians. It's... I actually... Uh, fly. See, the thing is, the thing is, I... Okay, generally, I would root for FlyQuest. I would say, like, they had a very dominant run for a majority of the time. Yep. But as of recent, sometimes I feel like they don't look the same. And I feel like... There's a certain mid laner that has been struggling. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to call out any shots. I'm just saying, like, I would generally root for Fly. I think, like, honestly, I would still probably give it to Fly. But I can see a world where 100 Thieves wins. I just want to remind you guys, tenacity at the season kickoff event bet his hair on the outcome of the series. Correct. He said he would shave his head if he lost to FlyQuest in the playoffs. Wait, really? Yep. For real. Oh, my God. It's on tape. It's on tape. Wow. He did Dude, it during the kickoff. Honestly. Do you think he'll actually do that? Yes. And honestly, that's great motivation for Tenacity because he cool. loves being a fucking pretty boy. Yep. That's just my my read. I mean, I respect it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I also love that Tenacity has just like been like, fuck it, I'll play tanks the last two weeks and they're winning. <laughs> So yeah, yeah Brad, Bradley, can you can you relate to this? Every top lane gets to that point. You're like <laughs> so, sometimes you're like, fuck it, I, I'll be the I, I'll be the wrong. So, fuck it, we'll play yeah. Scion. Let's, let's yep. go through. Let's just go through the Thursday and Friday matchups because I think it's hard to talk about Saturday and Sunday and like because we could assume it's pretty that, easy to talk about Sunday. I'm, I might be coping with CLG, but you know, you're like coping. yeah, I mean like. But I think it's just, I think it's a fun world to discuss and entertain. I mean, like. I also love conspiracy theories. Let me help you with this. Yeah, yeah. Sure. CLG, 100% win rate versus Cloud9 in the last week. <laughs> 1 0. One game sample size, and baby. CLG challengers. Results based so, analysis. Yeah, a little bit for. Anyway. Back. Yeah. Um, okay. I, yeah. Okay. So yeah. Uh, let's, let's talk. Let's, let's just admit that. Contracts and Palafox had, they both had like their best game. They had had the entire. Con okay, I, I will I will repeat a quote of a friend of the program, Kelsey Moser, in that I would, I there is no other jungler I would want in the league 
playing an unwinnable draft in contracts. Correct. Because for me, that is what happened with CLG versus C9 on the last day of the last week, and they won. Because yeah. contracts and Palafox fucking balled out. Literally, yeah. contracts did the legendary jungle surf maneuver where you gank every single lane. And win everything. And win every <laughs> lane. Like, you flip every single lane, the flip lands heads. And then stole dragon. Yeah, blind. Well, not blind, but he just checked over the walls like, oh shit, it's stealable. That's mine. Yoink. That's mine. Yep, that's mine. And like, when you get to do that against Blabber, who's probably been consistently the best jungler in the league so far, that that's a fucking hell of a highlight there. Now, consistency is the, what plagues CLG, but, you know, I think as most CLG fans know, that when you doubt them, that is when they are their strongest. So... I'm going to let us all continue doubting CLG in their hope, C9 hope, series. Hope, hope. Yeah, that's fine. I'm also going to doubt Golden Guardians. I never believed that they were a real title contender, and I thought it was wild that people were saying they were. Um, same, but I think that besides the last two weeks, they were for the whole like for the season, but they did fall off. So. They even at their best, it's just like it didn't feel like they were winning as much as other teams were losing. I'm like they're winning because Sticks and Huki stepped up their laning phase and they actually like took advantage of all ins level two and then River knew how to immediately leverage that yeah, off. Yeah, River's good. Yeah. But are you saying then that Sticks and Huki are not good? They or? are I'm not saying that they are individually bad. Gory's like okay. Uh, I mean, I do think that Gory is probably like he's a really strong mid this split. He was overperforming, yeah, hell during the middle of the split. But like, mid has been super weird this year. Um, True, actually. Yeah, mid has been very. But Stick say I I think who he's overrated as fuck, and Gory has also been overrated. So Golden Guardians, like, yes, they had a really good s string where they were winning a lot, but I don't think it's because they were playing. Well, I think it's because a lot of other teams were playing badly. Okay. And so, unless we see similar performances from the other teams, Golden Guardians are going to uh, lose in the first round here. I, Given who they're facing, I agree. Yeah. I, I think that GG loses either match unless we see like yeah. a significant turnaround. Yeah. Against Fly 100, oh, I think it... Mike is freaking out again. I don't know. Are all going. these best of fives? Yes. Uh, okay. These are all best of fives. I want to... Uh, tell a, an interesting story from this past weekend by okay. the way story type, story you, type. you reminded me uh cubby of the uh I, basically i walked out in the audience a couple times and i met cubby there and he told me in every single game that one team had a superior draft versus another every time <laughs> i went out there and in the first game he told me that cloud nine they're gonna was... run over sealed okay. their draft is shit they stand it... no chance what Wait, happens no. It was so, that draft was so fucking C9 favored. Like, I was looking at a 10K gold deficit, and C9 was still fighting. I talked with another LCS team in the stands, and their head coach, who I will not name, was like, I don't know how C9 lost that draft. Well, you know what I was looking at after that game? The fucking scoreboard, CLG won. The potential for five fucking tiebreakers. <laughs> because if they'd won that game, they could have done that. Then, CLG, or sorry, EG versus Team Liquid. EG, they've got a great draft. I, TL, I they're going to okay. dominate. EG's What's going to happen? What happens? TL wins the game. EG's draft, we looking back. We go closer to the nightmare scenario. I slightly coped on EG's draft, okay? 
Then and it was TL. They throw. So move, later move on, <laughs> Dignitas versus Golden Guardians. Dignitas are winning. Okay, that There's one. One thing. No, no, that one for sure. That was the worst fucking Kindred alt I've seen in the long ass time in the last fight. GG should have won that. There's one sure. thing that could prevent the five tiebreaker series, and I'm like, and, and you know, at this point, I'm just hard coping, right? I want, like, I I can't stay there for five extra games. We don't want to be there till midnight. And Cubby, in my hour of need, says no. Dig are going to throw. They're going to lose because Golden Guardians had the better draft. So, like, right now, I know if I want a team to win, I just need to convince Cubby that they have the worst draft. That's what I've learned. I would like to refer you to game five of the best of five I casted today where I saw the most of a very poor draft and it lost. Anyway, sorry, Fly. Uh, moving forward. Yeah, that w that was true. That was very funny, Manny. Covey needs to insert that one for hit so that the brand is good. Your brand I'm is not, good. I'm not worried about it. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, the difference is that you predicted the draft would lose in a Challengers League team, but for LCS, it's, it's not good. I guess I can't handle the pros, you know. <laughs> not ready yet. I mean... No, nah, don't worry about it. All right, Bradley, uh, what do we have? He's too single for What that. do we have for LCS playoffs? What do we have? Yeah, like, like, what, like what, what are your thoughts on, like, do you think C9? Mm. I know the Fly versus 100 is kind of a coin flip for me. Yeah, I mean, I think... That's the very interesting one, I think. I, I think C9 will take it, but I actually... Oh, okay, I'm kind of with Mark on this one. I actually think CLG can win versus EG. Can. Can. Oh, versus EG? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That, that, that is winnable. Yeah, I, I actually think that's winnable. They don't win, but it is winnable. Yeah, it, it's definitely winnable. I would probably say it's probably like 35-65. I wouldn't shut them out completely. I definitely think they could be better on the day, for sure. Okay. Because they're they're like especially last year, if you remember back, like they were one game away from knocking. They were uh, TL. They were away. It was a hell of a series. Yeah. They went to five with C9 too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sprint. The so, C9 series is better. One player difference, by the way, between that series. And it's just the mid lane. Yeah. Let's say. So I definitely would not count CLG out by any means. Um, I mean, yeah, I think. Mm, uh, I don't want to fully give up on Golden Guardians. I think I think they might, but I would put them less odds in like the CLG EG one. Uh, but the big one for me is probably Fly and 100 Thieves. Yeah, that's yeah. the match. Yeah. Like that's like the big one. It's me. a great match, actually. Yep. Yeah, it is. I mean, personally, I I will always root for Fly because my boy my boy Ayla is there. Yes, I'm actually very excited. We get Busio versus Ayla. That oh that is oh my god that, I didn't even realize that is a big yeah I'm pretty excited I didn't even realize big exciting narrative matchup I yes. don't know unfortunately if that will be the focus though it shouldn't okay as the biggest fan of that matchup or I should say we are probably the biggest fans of that matchup on this couch I will say there is no shot in hell that should ever be the focus it's not. It, it's it, like, not. That, that, that's why I'm Mark, saying... Mark, your mic's freaking out again. I beg of you to return it to the stand. Uh, this, <laughs> it's just this fucking bass is like... I have to put it here. Nah, man. Mark just wants to be cool and different. He's got to join no, the crew. No, I just... I prefer not having to hold like a giant bulky thing, man. I, I will just say... Just put it on your leg. I, I will say, as, as again, the biggest fan of that matchup, I do think that bot lane is the focus. But you have no, to. No, it's, it's Fly 100. Don't worry. Yeah. We, we, yeah, yeah. We, we, we had our story meeting earlier. Yeah. yeah that, we, we are. I know. I have faith in you guys. Yeah. We. Uh, well, I mean, you didn't earlier. What 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 faith was I lacking earlier? Uh. Well. And your lack of faith disturbing. Well, I, well, I guess it wasn't this year, but it was last year. 
And then you're with Jojo yeah. in spring. Yeah. Yeah. Jojo was mishandled in spring. Yeah. It doesn't mean I don't have faith, but yeah. <laughs> um, but the Manny, please tell me the mic is not freaking out. Right. It's fine. Uh, fuck. Stand. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it is. It's not based. It is Prince Doublelift. That is the main focus. Oh yeah. I mean, the, the story is way too good. Yeah. But I do think that the subtext of Abel Busio below that's really cool too. Yeah. 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 It is. It is something that like if I were casting that matchup, and I know that like okay at the highlight it's gonna be Prince Doublelift, but if there's space in the game, I'm definitely bringing that up. I'm definitely bringing up the fact that Ayla and Busio were our. Yeah. Top two candidates for Wait, most Brad, valuable Bradley, prospect in summer. Did you hear how close that vote was? Yeah, wasn't it like three or two? Oh, it was. It was a two and a half hour discussion. Yeah, and oh. the f- they were the only two candidates. Okay, so the first vote we had. So the way that we did it was that we all got to list out three. Five. I think it was five. Five. I think it was five. Okay. What like three per person? Yeah, three per person. I think. Yeah. Anyway, so we listed our top three in order, and oh. it was a one point difference. Between Ayla and Busio. I think Busio was plus one. So then we went to, all right, just these two. Yeah. Josh was arguing for Ayla. I was arguing for Busio. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We had multiple people flip-flop multiple times. Yep. Some more than once. Like, they went back. It was a (laughs) two-hour discussion. We voted as a talent team, and it was four to four. Oh. And we had a tiebreaker that we figured out as a team. And that's what got it to Busio. It was mm-hmm. very close. Am I allowed to ask what this said tiebreaker was? Uh, we might have had a superstar producer last year that <laughs> helped us with the tiebreaker. Oh, okay. Uh, that would be very qualified. Bradley. Arguably more qualified. While us. we're on the topic. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the criteria. We're going to give you the criteria that we use for most valuable prospect. And okay. this has been true for the past three splits, even if it has not been super well communicated. In theory, this player is going to be promoted to LCS next split. Yeah. Okay. Or as soon as possible. As soon right. as possible. Yeah. Right. yeah. Makes sense. Okay. They have two splits where all of the wins that they get on arbitrary LCS team, you get one point. Then they have the subsequent two splits where every win that they get in those two splits, you get two points for each of those. Bless, Bless you. you. Which player would have the most points? And that is the most valuable prospect. Right. Like, are you asking me for this? Yeah, for this split. Who would you choose? Given those criteria, who would be your most valuable prospect? Uh, Unforgiven was DQ'd because yeah. he's... Yeah, Unforgiven is DQ'd, MS is DQ'd, Baloo is DQ'd. Tomo's DQ'd. Tomo's DQ'd. Uh, for all of them, it was games played. For Unforgiven, it was the fact that he was first team LOAC bro. Hmm. Was kind of biased against him. Well, not let's, biased against him, but just kind of not. think about it for a little really bit. Good. I think... Mm. emphasis on like yes their second year is more valuable but yeah. this person has to be promoted Th- right this away. person is likely top two in their role has to be top yeah, two. Yeah, they, they have to be promoted pretty much going into summer yeah honestly i could see you giving it to hoon hoon okay i was i'll, I'll just say this i was laughed at for suggesting it really i did suggest it though I mean, who laughed at you? I, That's the real I question. I suggest it because eh, I think... That's harsh. <laughs> I suggest it because I I, I said it was an okay shout. Because <laughs> I don't remember a lot of people. Sorry, let, let, let Bradley talk. No, it's okay. I was just going to say, I suggest it because I think he he's probably um, 
the best carry top that we see in the league at the moment. Okay. And I think he's the best winning top. Yeah. And I think, um, in a year I wouldn't like, maybe I wouldn't give him like maybe straight away wins on like your first year going back or whatever. But in two years, I could definitely see him doing well. Ah, so the Busio argument. Yeah. I mean, that has been a consistent argument of like, how good do you need to be now? Versus how good do we think you'll be in a year, right? Yeah. Like that's always the the tough question. Yeah. And so, um, last year that was the big crux is like Ayla is really good now. Busio might be better than Ayla in a year, mm-hmm. right? And but I think it's interesting because last year I will say this: last year we had two people where I think as a team we were very excited to give it to one of them. I think this year, to be honest, it was we were not. It's partly because like some of the people that were some of our front runners, like if MNS was legal, it, like if MNS was in the it. league the whole year, he wins. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If Tomo was in the whole year, he would have gotten his. Yeah, he would have been. Yeah, he would have definitely been at the top. Uh, and then after that, um, we were not as excited. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I realized I'm that excited. too when I was thinking. You're excited. About it. Yeah, I'm excited. All right, Cubby's excited. I am not as excited. I, I think this player, our most valuable prospect, definitely deserves recognition. Oh, um, of course, yeah. Yeah. And I think all of the people on the list deserve recognition. I think there's a couple people beyond that aren't going to get official shouts oh, I, of them. I didn't think everyone I mean, I think I know who it is. Wait, has it already been decided? No, no. We, it, it, we, we, we have decided, decided yeah. but you won't know who it is. We will not, we yeah. will not say. But uh, I think I know who it is, though. Okay. Eh, we'll talk about it after, but who I'm knows? pretty sure I yeah. know who Okay, okay. Who do you think we gave it to? We will not confirm or deny. Okay. I'm like almost 99% positive you guys gave it to Masu. But I, I guess okay. I'm not 100%, but I'm pretty confident that you guys gave it to Masu. Okay. Interesting guess. We've definitely hyped him up a lot, and yeah. he may or may not be our winner or in our top five. Yeah, I just heard a lot of hype from him, yeah. and like rightfully so, he does play really well. Yeah, the games where he shines. I think that he didn't have his best series today, but uh, yeah, he was bad. he like they he was a huge part of the reason why they got here. He was he's been pissing on some bot yeah. lanes. Yeah, it yeah. is worth noting that I remember we had a big conversation about it last year, where if the rate if the most valuable prospect was. An award that included your playoffs performance, Insanity probably would have been in the discussion because he played yeah. really well during Proving Grounds, and he was already played. in the discussion too. Yeah, in regular season. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. We kind of touched on him, but um, I guess well, yeah. the thing that I would think about Insanity is like not to discredit him, but I wonder how actually good he would be in two years, or if he's like going to maintain because I. Fe- not okay. I'm not saying this to hate on him. It, it, it's but kind of like the Ala argument, I, right? Yeah, well, I, I, I feel like yeah. Well, he's also been in the scene for a really long time. So I yeah, I, I'll help you. 2017 here. is when I knew him. Yeah, I'll, I'll help you here because like this was my argument for Busio last year. It was like Ala had four years of play between mm-hmm. Oceanic and Academy, and Busio had one year of play in Academy and two years in the role, and that was part of my argument for like hey. A- I, I never in my argument said Busio is the better player than Awa today. Yeah. I was always like, this is how good Busio has been given the time that he's been allotted. Yeah. And like, in theory, like he could keep on picking up more and learning. Right. Yeah. Uh, Cause I do think that like a lot of league is knowledge. And like, when I see 
you know, Busio is like being caught like on like the wrong side of the map. I'm like, okay, that is an easy fix. Like we, that's an easy thing that like we can get yeah. out. Yeah. And of course, like throughout the season, he did fix those things because in spring, he was pretty terrible. Uh, like in the second round, Robin Hundred Thieves had the worst record. He was definitely a part of that. You know what's actually really funny, hmm. and I and I can say this just because it was so long ago. Yeah, yeah. I remember way back when I was a mid laner when I was on wild card. We were scrimming against a hundred thieves next. Yeah. When they had Young and Busio, when Busio first roll swapped. Yeah. And I remember feeling so bad for Young. I was like, oh my God, like this is rough. Like not yeah. like obviously look where he is now, but it's just like yeah. back then it was like, Oh my god, yeah. like, I feel bad. Your, your support could replace you. I right mean now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean well, I mean that was like that was a huge part of my argument, right? Uh, because yeah, like I, I think that like how far he came in as quickly, like that does matter in any skill that you're trying to pick up, like yeah. in life, right? Did you ever play against Busio when he was like on Polar Ace in twenty twenty? Oh, I don't know. Maybe because his name was Busio C, right? Yep. yep. The know. team was flares. I, I probably have before. Yeah. It was flares, like three different junglers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Busio, <laughs> Spawn, and I don't Julian. know their Julian. Oh, oh, it ended up being Julian. They yeah. replaced support. Yeah. I probably have a, at some point, yeah, yeah. for sure. I'm kind of curious uh, when you look at other players and... I don't know how much you think about it, but like try and project like how much, how close they are to their cap. Like what do you look for? Uh, for me, I would probably... It, it's a mix of a lot of factors. I think time in the scene is a big one mm -hmm. and like their track record. So if they've had a lot of time in the scene, seeing their track record is very important. I think their cap, um, I, I actually, I, I place a lot of value on mechanics. Mm -hmm. I think a big cap. And what, what does extended. mechanics mean to you? Cause it's a very nebulous term and people don't agree. I think mechanics in essence mm -hmm. are when you are involved in a play and you don't have to say anything. People know how you should play it and you play it without even having to communicate it to your team. Hmm. I think that okay. is in essence what mechanics That's are. Good. So we would consider that visualization. I don't think so. Okay. I think because I think like, I mean, there's like, there is two parts of it. It's like, first you have to see it. Second, you have to execute it. Right. Yeah. So like if we can see like someone can see it but doesn't execute obviously like that's you know there are two It's hard it's hard to right? say if someone can see it sometimes. Well you're like they have to execute it for you to be like, all right, they can see it. Yeah. Other times it's like all right, they almost had it like they missed yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, keep going, keep going. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely think I, I place a lot of value on like mechanics because I think um when you think of like who a player can become in two years. I feel like if you look at like the the good players now, like in LCS, LEC, uh, LCK, whatever, mm. they're all exceptionally mechanical in their own right. I don't think yeah. you would ever think of a good player that is just not good mechanically. Like I don't think that's a thing. Really. Yeah, the Bengis the, the don't closest, exist as much anymore. Uh, the closest we had to that, I feel like, was Doinby when he won Worlds. Like he was a very smart player. My favorite was I think Yellow Star. Well, that was really long. It, yeah, ago, it was long ago. But I, I'm just, I, yeah, I'm just saying more yeah. recent because I, I feel like. I will yeah. also say, and something that I've talked with GMs about, and this supports what you're arguing, is that the way that League has evolved as a game from the game developers, it is more and more emphasis on the mechanical aspect of the game. Mm -hmm. Like, they've taken out lane swaps. 
They've taken out, like, even they tried to take away counter jungling, which is bullshit. They reverted it, thank God. Thank they God, saved the game. Yeah. Yep, like, they are trying to make the game more where it's more controlled variables where you're more likely to be laning for an extended amount of time. And you can use those yep. to then get more of a lead later. I agree with you. Yeah. So, yes, I think that's yeah. very important. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm curious what you think on this because the things that I look for in players when trying to determine, like, how close they are to their cap and how much more room they have to grow is one, can I tell they're autopiloting? And the mm. easiest example of this, that's not the only one, but the easiest one that I always find is, let's say like you and your support are going to hit a ward and the support pops the trinket and the support kills the ward while the AD carry is there, right? Like, yeah, 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 you're, not, you're not thinking, right? Like you're, you're on autopilot. That's bad all the time, right? And so yeah. if you're doing that, it's like, well, you need to not do that because you need to be thinking about the game the whole time. Yeah. The other thing that I look for is... Um, and a less obvious example of it is when I watch people have abilities off cooldown and not use them. That is, to me, one of the coolest things you can do in League of Legends. If, oh, you mean patience? Like, like yeah. Okay. Yeah, if yeah, you yeah. don't, if you have an ability, it's off cooldown. And you're like, I will hold this for like two seconds in order to use it at the right time. If I can see players doing that, it shows that they're constantly thinking. Mm -hmm. And once you have transitioned from, you know, a lot of people talk about mechanics as like an instinct, instinctual thing, but instinctual players, I find tend to hit their cap faster because it's really hard to retrain instincts. But if you're a process oriented player who's like, oh no, I needed to wait to see this other trigger to do it. Right? And if you can vocalize that, not only can you then talk to your coaches and other players to like say you have the vocabulary to talk about it, but you're also thinking about it. you're not autopiloting. And so I'm kind of curious what your thoughts are on that. I do think, though, I do think a small thing to uh, kind of maybe adjust mm -hmm. is I think, though, while I do agree with like the, the overall concept, I do think, though, one thing that you might be overlooking is that I think mechanics can come from the thought process first. So for sure. example, like I think, so like I do agree, like the instinct of like, of reacting to something or seeing it. I think though, if you process what's going to happen first or what should happen, it makes your reaction that much faster. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like yeah, the yeah, best yeah. example I can Priming. give yeah. is like Malphite ultimate. If you think about Malphite ultimate, it's much easier to flash it than if it surprises no. you. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard that interview with the the shy where he contests the fact that he's like a hands KDA player because he's like, oh, I actually th think of everything and just do it. I don't know how true that is. That sounds like cap I mean, to me. Maybe. But he does. Yeah. He, he thinks about every interaction. Just that's like, what he said. He just doesn't think whether or not he should be on that wave or not. Exactly. Yeah. That's. <laughs> yeah. He says he says he like disagrees with the characterization of him as like a like a pure. I mean, I, I think what Bradley's talking about is a really big thing, right? And. Um, I, I talk about it every now and then in the context of priming, right? Like, mm -hmm. um, because it, it's super, super well documented that if you know a stimulus is coming and you already know what your action to that stimulus will be when you see it, you're going to react a, about, uh, an eighth of a second faster. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That, like, I mean, that's like a lot of ways that like you can bluff in the game, like with pros or yeah. Cause like if I'm playing marksman and like, it's a close fight or like I'm like looking for a play. I'm looking like, all right, I'm going to look out for this animation. And when I see it, I flash. Yeah. Right. And yeah. you, there are ways to bluff it. That's like why ASCII works on Blitzcrank. Yeah. Like that, like other stuff 
flash on Mafia and Eski. Yes. Yep. <laughs> uh, something that tilted me and even Josh, even though Josh doesn't play jungle, but he knows. Uh, if you, when I saw a lot of Elise early on this season, and or maybe it was tilting. Cubby. Oh, I was pissed I, 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 as fuck I, I, about okay, this. Okay, so I like, was pissed as yeah, fuck. So please continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Elise, the best Elise players, when they go for a gank, they'll auto attack with red buff. Yes. To slow, and right. then you don't throw out Cocoon. You throw out Q because Q looks similar to Cocoon. Mm. And so what you're waiting is for waiting for the player to react with their main mobility spell right. or flash. Because right. well, then... I mean, it's also like the way that Q works is the most efficient when you're max HP. Mm -hmm. So you get an auto Q that cancels the back half of your auto animation. Then you apply the red buff slow. So pretty much why I was pissed, Bradley, is that I saw so many Elises lead with, with red buff right, just lead right, with Cocoon. Right. And I'm like... What the fuck are you doing? Like, just walk up, auto queue, see what happens, and then we can right. think about knee, right? So, do you want to know something very interesting? Something that I advocate for very heavily. Yes. Yes. I am a major, major sound gamer. Yes. 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 yes, yes. Sound yeah. I use so much in League of Legends. The biggest examples I can give, or like, are things like are like for dodging skill shots. You don't have to react to admittedly Q by visual. You can react to it by sound. You can hear it coming out. Yeah, and you react faster <laughs> yes, to sounds. Yes, than you do. yes, yeah. exactly. And the yeah. same, you can do the same thing with Elise Cocoon. Elise Q has a very distinct sound. Mm -hmm. So does Cocoon. Mm -hmm. You can react to it that way. Now, I'm not saying they shouldn't do it, but I'm just saying... I feel like I don't hear enough people talk about sound in League of Legends. Oh, I'm not even talking about like uh, you were 100% correct. Like that's how I do like Sonya's. Yeah. Like uh, always. That's like how I always time Sonya's. I did. I played music, so like, I mean, sound helps with that. There's timing. Um. Yeah. I I think that like, the, I mean, I was talking about like reaction to Luis. I was just talking about like junglers like would just fucking lead with Cocoon and Luis, man. Yeah. I was so tilted. I was like, you should not be playing with like this champ. Like you're gonna lead with Cocoon. Yeah. Like yeah, just yeah. walk up and auto them. Anyway, that, that's my that's my rate. I mean, it, that's yeah. something. If anyone wants to play Nidalee, although I don't advocate it. Same. Walk up with red buff. Yeah. I don't advocate walk, people walk, walk Nidalee up, either. Form, just auto, auto, yeah. auto, Not auto until they react, and then it's easier to land the spear. Bradley, I'm curious if you even know this. Do you know what the visual indicator is on Scion for when you're going to get the knockup? On Scion? Yeah, when you start charging your Q. There's a visual indicator. Like, are, you are you talking about like the Q? Yeah, on the Q. Uh, like transitions from a slow to a knockup. I always use sound for. Yeah, sound I'm pretty sure. Cool. Doesn't it change color? Uh, that one's inconsistent. Actually, like it's really hard to tell because it's a gradient. Hmm. I think Mark knows. Do you know? I think it's the outline on the uh, top. No, that's that. It will be a knockup before the outline completes. I thought it just. I, but your I axe will flash. Hmm. There will yeah. be a glint. And as soon as you see that glint, you get a knockup. And the outline is really fucking stupid because it doesn't always... It's Especially depending on the skin, it's not always consistent. Yeah. yeah. All right, boys, we're an hour and 40 minutes in. We have one more thing to go. Ooh, so we're going to move wow. on. Bradley, this is the part of the show that people like the best besides us having guests. Oh, we got, okay. we got a couple okay. more things. We got the the hot takes. Oh, oh we... No, we'll we'll go over hot takes probably another episode. Okay, yeah. Still not wrapped. Uh, this one went long. We went down some fun rabbit holes, though. True. But we have our last rabbit hole. The most LA thing that happened to us this week, Bradley, it can be just of late. Uh, this is the part of the show where we just kind of bitch about LA. Oh. We've had some funny yeah. sharings late of, of the past. I think most of them do come from Manny, even though we had a great moving story from Josh. Okay. Yeah, We've had some there. good parking shenanigans ourselves. 
Yeah. Uh, would anyone like to intro us for the most ugly thing of the week that's not Bradley? So we can pretty, show how it's done. I have a pretty simple one. All right, I what's up, Josh? Um, I was, I was just driving somewhere, and this car was over here, like trying to merge into traffic, and they couldn't. Like there was no space here. So what the car does is it comes out, drives up on a sidewalk for half a block, and cuts in front as soon as the light turns green. Not bad. Not bad. That's one way to fix the problem. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty LA. It was a nice car, too. I think it was a Benz. Have I told the train story yet? Uh, no. <laughs> so, last week, before uh, before LCS on Wednesday, I was walking to... Uh, basically, I, I walk 15 minutes from my house to the train station, then yeah. take the train to mm -hmm. LCS studio, basically. And... What I uh, what I was doing was I cross basically I crossed exposition right because it's the expo line. Um, there's a you know it's one way in each direction and then there's a green arrow thing that will take you across and left to go on the other way right. But it takes you across the train tracks because down the median is where the train goes right. Um, so I'm kind of walking there and I cross the street and I notice this car um, goes through on the yellow. You have to do that in L.A., so it's yeah. not unexpected. Yeah. But then, instead of completing the turn, and there's nobody coming in that direction either, so it's not like he's going to get hit by someone if they go early. He stops because the light has turned red, so he stops in the middle the of fuck? the train tracks. What? And I'm, like, looking at him, like, what the hell? Bro, you're about to get hit. I'm, like, dog, just run the light. Like, run the light. Why? Oh, get out of the road. Why would you, like, exactly, like, why would you do that? And then I look over to the right, and the train is coming. Like it, it is like oh, dead. At, it's like two or three hundred yards away, down like the end of the city block, and it's coming. And I start waving to this guy. I'm like, "Hey, like the the train is coming." And the train is getting closer, and it's blaring on the horn. Those trains, they have like their their default like little sound they make when they're coming yeah. towards the intersections. They have an extra horn, which I learned. And the guy's like blaring on the horn. The train is trying to stop. And I'm waving this guy, and finally, he notices, and he still doesn't want to go. And I'm like, dude, get out of the fight. You're going to get hit by the train. Like, the thing can't stop. And finally, with the train maybe 100 feet away from him, he finally decides to just run the light. Because I'm like, I'm waving my arms yelling, like, run the light. Like, just get off the train tracks, right? And he did. And he dodged out, and he just barely missed it. Manny almost wow. saw Final Destination played IRL. Oh, that train doesn't move fast enough for Final Destination, but <laughs> oh, I would have seen the guy's car get like fucked up beyond belief, and I wouldn't have been able to make it to work because my train comes from the other way. Oh, so that was really what I was concerned. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just want to make it to work all the time. I mean, it's in the that's back of your head. That's the most LA thing sure. I've heard this week. But that, the, that's pretty good. That, that was like, that was the most confounding thing because it's not like there were other cars on the other side of the road. It was like pretty empty, and he just, the guy was just oblivious. Like, it, rule number one. I thought of train tracks is don't stop your car on the train tracks. That makes sense. I think I think that's like rule numbers one through five. And then everything <laughs> else is like after. So that's my most deadly yeah. thing. All right. Uh, so I actually have one positive and one negative. Oh, a I, do good actually have a one. I have a positive. Oh, I did go to Weespa. That this, was pretty awesome. this might be my first positive about LA. Wow. Um, at least I shared on the show. There are more oh. positives. All right. I love my job and I love the people around me, but fuck this city. <laughs> um, we went to uh, a place that was actually known as Nick's Bar in New Girl. That's probably yeah. the most I've talked to my sister since I got here. Yeah. She was very excited about that. And I'm like, well, if you want to come visit, like, you know, we'll, we'll go there. 
And I think now she's actually. Can I reveal the name of the bar? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's called the Prince, y'all. Yeah, and so I was like, yeah, like if you like want to come out and visit sometime, like yeah, like we'll go there. And she's like, okay, I'll actually. She like asked me about my schedule, so now she might be interested in visiting. Ooh. Who knows? Uh, love you, Grace. You're busy, but yeah. Anyway, it's time for Mark to start hitting on Matt. Ew, no. Wait, is your sister named Grace? Yeah, I have a sister named Grace. Wow, cool. Let's I have go. a twin sister named Grace. Great oh, name. Oh, oh. I, I didn't know you. You were a twin. Yep. Wow. Family no, members of friends off limits. No, they're not. Oh. It's a different conversation. We're not going into this territory. <laughs> uh, no. Anyway, um, yeah, so that was fun. That's cool. It's like a first spot we went to in LA. It's like, oh, yeah, like this. Okay, yeah. this was like filmed here. You guys got food. That's <laughs> for you guys. <laughs> uh, all right, Manny didn't get food. Yeah, that's right. Well, uh, the other thing, um, the other thing that happened is so Mark and I went to the grocery store. Uh, and what, what I'm about to say, I. I no judgment, but just I'm going to say this is a very L.A. thing because I've yep. never seen this anywhere else I've lived. The person bagging our groceries had a lot of work done uh, in terms of like Botox. Mm-hmm. Uh, this person was probably like I'd say like 40 to 45, like, you know, man uh, in good shape, you know, like like good, good for them. But a lot of work done and they're just bagging our groceries. Very friendly, big arms. But I was like wow, this is like, you know, this is LA. Like every, everyone's, you know, like this is, this is just, a, it was very LA to me. Like even, even a grocery worker feels compelled to get Botox done. Oh, well, I mean, they could have been like doing like other gigs or like previously, or like before. Sure. Like, I, I don't know what they're like passing. Night job, yeah. But he's probably like, maybe that's what it is. I just found it somewhat comical that my person bagging my groceries was ripped and had like a big facelift. I was like, oh, this is LA. <laughs> and drawn on eyebrows. Anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so all right, Bradley. So the rules are for us. It has to be something that's happened since the last time we had a podcast, or since we were on the podcast. But you haven't been on the podcast before, yeah. so you can go throughout all of your history. It can be even when all. you first moved here in 2022. Ooh, do I have a? Because I, I was originally leading into this with a story that was more recent, but mm-hmm. you can tell that one last year. Whatever you want. Anything sh- crazy happened last year to me. That was like LA things. It's mostly us ripping on LA, but it can be good. Well, okay, so well, okay. I'll just go with my more recent one just because right. I can't think of anything. So me, uh, APA and a few of the FlyQuest boys, we went over to McDonald's on one of our off days and we were just hanging out. I, like, I know the story. Oh, do you? Well yeah, because we went to McDanks and you told me this story on the way back. Oh nice. Yeah. So you already know. It's a good one. So yeah, so you know, we're we're at McDonald's having a good time. And then after McDonald's on our way back to like back to like our hotel or whatever or, um, apartments, this guy comes out of nowhere and then just starts walking with us. And at first we were like, oh, you know, like it's fine. Like he he's he's going to turn right or left eventually. But after a good 10 minutes of walking. We're like, whoa, this guy's actually just like chilling with us. Like he's a part of our group. Like he's literally <laughs> like walking side by side with us. He's with the boys. Now. Yeah. He's with the squad. And and about like five minutes in on this like walk back to the apartments, he starts to just rap about everything that he sees. Was like, it good? Rapping about the color of the floor, the grass, like Did you guys lay down a beat for him or? Uh I won't be as good as he will, so All right. like, I don't All wanna right. like discredit it, but like the best example I can give is like 
we walked past this family of like four, like a mom and dad and like two like kids or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like they had like little scooters that they were riding on. And this guy like made them very uncomfortable because like he's walking next to us and he just starts to point at them and going, you have a scooter, you have a scooter. (laughs) And like, you can see both like the parents, like what is going on? Like, is this guy with them? And like, we're like looking at them awkwardly. Like, no, like we don't know what's (laughs) going on. He's been following us for like 15 minutes. And it got so like monkey ass because at the very end, he like when we actually got to our apartment complex, like the area, he followed us there too. And like, I was getting a bit nervous that he was just going to like walk in the elevator with us to get back to my room. But thankfully for some reason, he saw two people like 10 feet away and decided he was going to be best friends with them. Like (laughs) right before we went into our apartments. That, don't know why. That's weird. But yeah, I, I, that's uh, that. That's weird. Yeah, that is I, that is pretty LA. I've never heard of anyone experienced that and elsewhere. Yeah, what, was his rap good? I mean, it was not bad. Like, okay. <laughs> it was fine. It, like, could have been worse. Comedically, it was really funny. Like, like on the outside looking in, like it was really funny to like look at. Yeah, because it was just like, what the hell? See, at least like New York, you know, like this have like a permit to do that in the subway right you know oh but you like in a rap for that you if you're gonna be a street performer you need a permit you oh. and if you're gonna like be a subway performer right. so like you know you can have like a, if you're like decent you can like get a permit it's free oh, wait that you just reminded me of another la moment okay that was very sus poggers it was very sus i did not like it at all <laughs> it was like a, a street performance if you will but it was on the pier and oh. I remember I shared this with, um, was it, wait, who did I do the, the burger with? The that, that was me and Steve. Yeah. I remember here. I shared yeah. this with you guys. Um, so like we, like there was like street performers and like, we were like, nice. Yeah. Like let's watch these guys. Oh yeah. And it was going like really good. And then like all of a sudden they would just be like, yo, like, I just want to remind you guys, like, we have a wife and kids, and, like, this is not free entertainment. And everyone was like, whoa, what? It was, like, very <laughs> weird. It, like, like the entire rest of the show, it felt like I was being guilt-tripped to, like, give him money. And it was so weird because at the end of it, um, he was talking about, like, like you know how, like, a street performance has, like, a final act? Like, a, yeah. Eh, like, hype it up. He's like, he was like, all right, guys, let's, let's reach this amount of money, and then we'll do the final act. It was like, what? is going on <laughs> like i've never experienced this before it's the tourist trap you're getting guilt traps. trips yes actually yeah, yeah. have you seen the the street jugglers the people that walk out into the middle of the street and juggle while people are stopped at red lights i've seen that yeah it's been my I'm favorite not, street not performance so like i moved here for i saw it in new york actually yeah. i mean this this was something that i would see a lot in peru when i was living there for two years and when I was 11 and 12 and anytime you go to like the big uh, national football stadium, uh, you would have street performers and you would have street merchants and other what's, what's up, Manny? I said football, football, yeah. football, football. Yeah. I mean, that's like part of the event. You know? Yeah. It's huge. But, yeah. but, uh, but also like I see it in LA uh, uh, in parts too. Like I know on my drive to work, uh, there's road and there's people that like go out there. Tacos. Uh, well, it's not just tacos. Well, tacos they like they pull up on the street and they, they have like stands. But there's people that try and sell flowers and they like try to mm. catch you at traffic stops or like traffic lights and they try or to with pro- coconuts. 
Um, they'll go like they'll walk between the lanes and they'll just like have like coconuts or like yeah, mangoes and coconuts, shit. Uh, flowers. Um, I think I've also seen peanuts too. Um, They're trying to kill people. Yeah. I'm allergic. Well, yeah. I mean, that's how you get out of it, right? But I mean, it's just they've they've got no other choice, right? You know, yeah. they're, they're just trying to do something. But it is always a lot more awkward when they try to guilt trip you. And like, that's yeah. why when I see it, like, I just avoid eye contact because I know if I like <laughs> even entertain. Because there's one time Mark's where, becoming a hardened city person. I mean, no, that's how you do it. Yeah, no. I, I feel bad, but at the same time, it's like I mean, I can't. I don't carry cash on me. I lived in San Fran for three months. I That's okay. I have Square. I was in Chicago. It's like, yeah, no, that will happen. That too. Do you have Venmo? No. <laughs> like, anyway, good yeah. times. Anyway. Uh, uh, all right. That's that's kind of it. Yeah. I, I didn't really have any... I don't oh. think I had... I, I swear I was with one of you two, and something happened, and I was like, all right, that's going on. Was it, were you with me when it was the guy on the sidewalk? No. No. Wasn't it? There is another driving thing that happened. Wasn't it also the grocery it? store? I ran through a red light. That was like the first time I ran through a red since I was on a my very first date ever. <laughs> I don't know if that's most LA thing. I think. No, it's not. It was kind of funny though. It, I, I, was, I was like, just like, I don't know. I just like realized I went through a red. Yeah. It was like, it was bad. Yeah, it was, we'll see if I get a ticket for it. What it is. It, it was tough. Find I was out. like, you know, the last time it went on a, through a red light was the very first date I ever went on. And I felt very Mark was like, oh. that moment. So. Cool. Well, we are. Yeah, uh, we're, we're about to wrap. Here. Hour fifty-two. Yeah, we, we've it's been a little bit long. Uh, also, okay. we have a tornado warning for Los Angeles right oh, now. So what? The what? what? Yeah, we do. Real? Yeah. Jesus. It's on my phone. You're getting one, and I'm not. Well, I have the Weather Channel, and I, I get push words. Too, yeah. Anyway, Bradley, yeah. thank you so much for coming out. Of Best of luck in top four. Thank you. Uh, anything that you'd like to share? Uh, floor is yours. Uh, before we we wrap here. Uh, mm, follow me on Twitter. What's your Twitter? Drop it. Bradley with three Y's, LOL. That's my Twitter. Bradley. Bradley. There you go. It's in Twitch chat now. Best of luck. Uh, We're going to make sure to get you home safe throughout the tornado warning. And also, you wore a shirt. You said you wanted to play Smash, but also you have to kick your ass in Mario Party 2. Just just rules of the house. Oh, that's... I, I have what, what I fucking call, like to hear. That's what I like I to hear. I have what they call gamer jeans. I'm just going to say. Gamer, well, I'm just saying. Yep. I will say most of our Bradley, guests have kicked our ass in yeah, Mario parties. Nobody has gotten worse than second against us. Yeah, I've heard uh, so. my boy APA did not uh, hold me. All I'm saying is that a couple of those games where we had guests win, I was not a part of it. Uh, and that's probably going to be the case again because I have to do teardown, but that's fine. It's part of the fun. Awesome. Thank you so much again. Uh, yep. Guys, this has been Raising NA Episode 8. We'll be back next week. Uh, that, yeah, we'll see if it's Tuesday or Wednesday. It kind of depends on our schedule right now. It's kind of weird. Uh, but thanks so much for tuning in. You can catch us on YouTube, the live recording uh, Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash cubbyxx. YouTube's cubbymaster6, the OG gamer tag, as well as anchor.fm slash raisingna. We are on Spotify, oh. Apple, Google. Uh, that's all. Bradley, thanks so much. Again, that's inappropriate. Uh, we're going to see you guys next week. Popping it off. See ya.